all right, you did it to us. This this is it forever. This is this is the last show of March 2022. That's our promise to you. Okay. Do you have any promises to make? I think it's time. I think it's time to make wild declarations. Wild declarations that yeah. we're gonna keep. Yeah. What's uh, what's yours? Just throw. We're, we're blue sky in here. No uh, wrong answers. I promise that at the end of the seventh hour, I'm still gonna have enough energy to talk about the movie we're talking about. Ooh, that's a fun one. I'm gonna finish my coffee. <laughs> Good thing I've already had a coffee with espresso, and now I've got an energy drink, and oh, yeah. I you're have going, to work at five forty-five tomorrow morning, so I might not sleep. All good I might stuff. Not sleep. All right. Let's let's say stuff at the beginning when some people are listening to it, uh, <laughs> and not at the end when no people are listening to it. When only five people are listening. When to we've the whittled very it down end. to the most, both most devoted and stupidest listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. You stupid bitch. You're as dumb as a dog. So let's at the top of this. Say thanks for making this project more successful mm -hmm. than we actually wanted it to be. Not more than we thought. More than was comfortable yeah. for us. I uh, I remember having the discussion about whether or not we were going to do it again, and we were like, if it is like is twenty too little? Like, are we should we ask for more? And we're like, no, because if we get uh, even uh, a few more people than we had last time, we'll still do great. Yeah. And then after I don't know the first week of the first episode that we announced it, and you were like, oh, we're at oh, 22 movies. We have a lot. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and that was one week. Yeah. Between this and the Oscars, I have watched 53 movies in the last month. Is that a world record for you? I think it's a world record for the world. No. Yeah. I've watched like 84 movies in a month during COVID. <laughs> yeah, you you had some like strong COVID April days. or April or no, like May or May June 2020, 2020 was like yeah, 80s both months because yeah. that's all I had to do. <laughs> that's true. Video games and movies. Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say it's pretty impressive that you watched 84 movies and also found the time to become a professional gamer. Yeah. And that e is true. an esports superstar. An e-tard. An e-tard. <laughs> I've worked with a lot of e-tards in my life. <laughs> so, yeah. So, thank you for this. Uh, Muchos gracias. Yeah. We we made a bit of money doing this. Drew, Drew's getting the surgery. Yeah. Scott can't afford the surgery because he's a size queen and they haven't designed it big enough yet. <laughs> they, they, they can only do it in a medium. <laughs> I have to wait for XL. I want an XL, but... It, it's a real Mr. Burns stab wounds yep. situation. We're up to 14. <laughs> we're, we're up to 7 inches. <laughs> get, get back to me when we're at 9 and a half. Yeah, so Drew's getting it first, so congratulations to Drew. I'm not jealous at all that this isn't going to cause a rift in the friendship. Yep. We're, we're definitely going to be cool afterwards. <laughs> if we didn't get it at the same time, that would probably be it, right? 
Yeah. Like if one of us got it first, I yeah. I, I can't see. Could the, could the friendship survive? Well, all all doors would open for the one who got the surgery. Yeah. And they would just become instantly famous. Yeah. And would not need the other one. I don't need, I don't, I don't need no new friends. I don't need no old friends. I don't need I no old friends. I guess no. I do need new friends. Now now I get to meet uh, all, all of the other sexy uh, human-animal hybrids and get to have sex with them. I don't have to talk to you anymore. That's true. What I don't have to look at your dumb what face. What am I wasting my time with this shit for? Um. Yeah, I guess that's what you would do. I would just be supportive of you, but that's I fine. Don't, anyway. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I'm going to become TikTok famous. The the most famous. The most The famous. most famous you can be. I'm going to be an influencer. <laughs> so, thank you to Tom, Eve, Yummy Child, Deja slash Dianite. Uh, an anonymous donor whose initials are not TH, uh, Chairman Meow, uh, Circles Forever, Mo, Steven Cruz, New Mexico, Scott Hansen, driving around in my Jeep, Jeep, my Jeep, my Jeep Gan Cherokee. I have a brain injury. Uh, Dylan and Derek, Uncle Eric, those rhyme. Uh, Nick S, Leo Larkin, Landon, Ramiro, Brock B, Dead Sane, Antifa Catboy, and double thank you for doing the timestamps on, uh, on the YouTube episodes uh one more today and tomorrow and then you're off the hook until i make you do more things uh condex page carl who has instructed me to call him by my name so scott uh andrew c zachary james b and cody a what's that cody a i haven't heard his name mentioned up to now that's because cody a took us up on the latecomers offer and will be discussed uh later so get excited about that don't worry it delivers. <laughs> don't feel bad about coming late. Never feel bad about coming late. I that's got to happen, right? Like you have sex, but it doesn't just doesn't happen. A post mature and, and then later, it just, yeah, that has to happen, right? <laughs> that like you have sex, it's not working for you. You stop. You go to bed with a limp penis, and then you just come. Whoops! <laughs> right? I like that. That has to happen. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to craft a premature ejaculator joke, but it's just about fucking kids because they're premature. Mm. <laughs> I'll get there. Give me. Don't worry, we're gonna get there. Give me like half an hour. <laughs> we're gonna get there. <laughs> um, what else is going on? We. Yeah, so I've watched a lot of movies lately, and I'm uh, I'm tired of movies. I'm <laughs> never going to watch another movie. I I've got twelve hours of Law and Order just waiting there. Yep. And post Oscars, oh boy! I, it, don't worry, I I will not be post mature ejaculating for Law and Order. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll it will be right on time, <laughs> right on time. <laughs> but it'll be exciting to watch something that I've decided to watch. Because that hasn't happened for a month. Not that your picks weren't good. Some were, and some definitely weren't. We're we got a couple. We got a couple call outs today, I believe. Probably. Yeah. I was getting ready to uh, imitate you masturbating to Mershka Hargitay in her <laughs> pantsuit, but yeah, you talked too long, and so the joke passed. I'm sorry, and also it's not even accurate. I'm a Sam Waterston man. Oh, sorry. How dare I? <laughs> No noted half native Sam Waterston. Is that a thing? I don't know. He played a native in a movie once. I don't know if that actually. Make, I think that just makes him cool. 
I guess. I don't know if that makes them half native. Oh, there, there's going to be some cool not playing your own race in this uh, episode. Oh, Our second part of this episode. I, I would stick Sp- around. Surprise, surprise. This is going to be a two-parter. I would stick around for a late part two. Late if part you're two. into uh, not playing your own race. No, end of this episode. Yeah, end of this episode. Um, In three hours from now, you're going to hear us talking yeah? about... Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, definitely the end of part two as well. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we get a double dose. We do. Oh, yeah. We- a double dose of darkening. <laughs> that's not even the one I was thinking of, because yeah. like, that one just like, I know that's the whole movie. That, that, and, one, that uh, one just went in and out. That one just went in and out, but there's another one. Yeah. Actually, there's yeah. three. Oh, my God. There's three. This is... The very end. The last one also has a little bit of it. Well, that's what I meant. The... The the last one in part two. The bonus movie. Yeah. Oh, and then also the movie that is literally about darkening your skin. And then a here's third what's, thing. Here's what's funny. I wasn't even thinking about that one. Me neither. When you said the <laughs> very one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so we got We are day. dumb. <laughs> this is our podcast. We get to make up the rules this and is, we. This is UNI's podcast. This is UNI's podcast. <laughs> But I man, I also haven't had a night walk in four weeks, and I got a lot of I got a lot of pent up energy. Huh. I need to get out at night. You got to do some Kevin Bacon dance walking. Yes, I need <laughs> I need to, I need to be look. I need to be in the woods at night. Okay, that is what I need with other gentlemen. That that does not seem pertinent. To, okay. to the point. If they're there, they're there. If not, the, the senator is no longer fielding questions. Okay. The senator is now fielding baseballs. <laughs> line line drives or easy grounders? Easy grounders. Okay. I mean, come on. He's a senator. He's 65 years old. He's white. He's Republican. Uh, 65 is a, I was gonna say, I'm, a little I'm young. I going to say, shooting, shooting low. 82, and he's playing third base. <laughs> I, uh, a real... Uh, Brooks Robinson? Brooks Whelan. Ah, short-lived SNL cast member. <laughs> yeah. I like it. A real uh, Mark McKinney. Brooks Jensen. <laughs> I'm more of a Josh Briggs man myself. <sighs> ah, of, I gotcha. Uh, of the JB and BJ team. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. I like uh, obsessed with two girls kissing. Like yeah. no one's ever seen it in their entire life. They're both, yeah, they're both just virgins. Yeah, or at least they're one country of them boy I virgins. I don't really know. This is this is the uh, section of the podcast where where Scott and Drew speculate on NXT storylines. NXT two Pardon, pardon me. NXT two storylines that we haven't watched and have only heard in heard or uh, uh, briefly read about. Yeah. Country Boy Virgins. Uh, yeah. It's cool. I like it. I mean, I can I can relate to one, if not both of those. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd check both boxes you, for you. You'd call me a country boy and I, a virgin? I'd call you a country boy and a virgin. <laughs> Overalls, no penis. <laughs> no penis. It's an innie, not an outie. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, Tough boy, cut cutting down wood, calloused hands, and just ne- doesn't even know what sex is. You know what have you found? Is this breaking news? I mean, it's not breaking. Is this breaking news, news on the news? Uh, Give us a bit of news right now. No, it's not news right now. Uh, I I just wanted to talk about very 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 quickly 
It's okay. Um, we don't have anything else to do today. Okay, then let's not talk about take, it. No, take no, your No, you cut me off. It's fine. Just, I want to talk about how fucking lame big festivals are now. So, yeah. Lollapalooza mm-hmm. used to be like like grungy and like the the sort of underground scene of alternative rock and a little bit of rap. I mean, yeah, we had what? We had Sonic Youth. We had S- Cypress, Cypress Hill. We had Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. I'm literally just listening to what's uh, on the course. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. So they announced the the card, the lineup for this year's. Katy Perry. And it's headlined by Metallica. Okay. And the second I mean, they, they just put out a new album. And the second headliner uh-huh. is Dua Lipa. That's an interesting one, too. And then J. Cole. And then huh. Green Day. Well, there's lots And then Machine here. Gun Kelly. And then Lil Baby. And Kygo. And, like, that is such a random, just, like... That's a bit of... Pick an artist from most genres and let's put them at the same festival. Who's free who's, this weekend? Who's going to see Metallica and also Lil Baby? What's the crossover? One guy, one neckbeard. I'm baby. You're not little baby though. You're just a baby. I'm little baby. Uh, also, apparently, there will be special guests. Jane's addiction. Hmm. Uh, and then after that, I've heard of maybe one band. On I the do. Entire... I do like it after you get to uh, all the uh, big all the... Sean. There you go. All Charlie the... XCX. All the big. T- uh, I mean Cascade. Okay. Uh, and I, Denzel Curry, is he allowed to do things? Didn't he do bad stuff? Didn't somebody get killed at his concert, or am I thinking it's somebody else? He, uh, no, Denzel Curry, uh, won an Oscar. Ah. And is a fabulous three-point shooter. Good, good. I'm glad you got, uh, <laughs> What, you think, you think you're not know. getting both? I don't know, you're- What do you think I'm doing you over You have a here? brain, you have a brain injury. <laughs> um... And literally after that, I dashboard confessional. You know what? Uh, we're going to have to issue an emergency apology to Lollapalooza for talking shit about it, because now it rocks. Uh, yeah, but after that... <laughs> I don't care. I'm going for dashboard. Can I just read out some names that... Habstract, but spelled H-A-B-S-T-R-A-K-T. Oh, I hate it. Kenny Hoopla, one word. <laughs> Delwater Gap. Baby Tate, Alexander twenty three. I hope you're throwing in some fake ones just to see if you can catch me slipping. Tasha, you won't. T S H A. Well, that's not enough vowels. Uh, Duckworth, but with no R. Duckworth. Duck. W R T H. So Duckworth. No o. That's there. what I said. You said with no R, and you confused. Oh, me. sorry. I, I meant oh. Um, Petey. Petey will be there. <laughs> Josiah, K A Y C Y Y, Nassim Pedra, Pom Pom Squad, Hoops Musical Guest, Huba Stay, Zookeeper, and uh, Brian <laughs> Doyle Murray, and uh, Julia Louia Gooley, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew, Drew's uh, minor league hockey corner. Oh, um. What team is he on now? Los Angeles? Uh, Ontario Reign. Mm. You know, spelled R-E-I-G-N. Obviously. Because they're the Los Angeles Kings. Oh. Ontario, California, too. Not not the province. I thought 
everything wrong. Nope. <laughs> you you have surprised me at every turn. Ontario Rain, uh, uh, goaltender, um, Garrett Sparks, whose DJ name is Bucky Cheds. Cool. Is he at Lollapalooza? And he's at Lollapalooza. Sick. <laughs> he's DJing at Lollapalooza. Wow. Uh, but yeah, man, after that, I... I'd heard of two of the bottom, like, 70 artists that I assume are mostly DJs. Well, why would you, why would you hear about bottoms? That's just competition for you. You're just looking for tops. Yeah, but I'm a no, because I'm non-penetrative. I'm not looking for anything. That's... I'm looking to sleep. <laughs> I'm looking to have a I'm, nap. I'm looking to sleep with my down. bare <laughs> ass out. With my ass out. <laughs> I'm not actually looking for anyone to be That's putting true. things in. That is true. Yeah, so I guess you wouldn't know tops or bottoms. Nope. So you're the you're the wrong person to ask about any of this. I'm a I'm a lonely boy bottom. <laughs> so are you? <laughs> Couple of LBBs. Couple of LBBs. You know me. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about about a pedophile movie? <laughs> I would love nothing more than to talk about the most notorious pedophile movie. <laughs> now, from the uh, from the man who. Brought you cuties on an earlier podcast. <laughs> now comes back strong with his second pick, Uncle Eric, friend of the show, possibly future sponsor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If it was up to him, which it might not be up to him, I guess. Uh, comes 1997's Lolita, the remake of the uh, Stanley... Kubrick Mr. Kubrick of the same name. It is very, very ballsy to remake a movie by such a legendary filmmaker. I'm thinking about doing 2002 A Space Odyssey. A it, Spacer Odyssey. A Spacer Odyssey. Um, it's also very ballsy to do a remake of a movie and then admit out loud this is the second movie that's a remake of an original that i had only seen the remake of along yes can you name the other one the i mean i've since seen both of the other two yeah the originals but i hadn't seen them i'd only seen the remakes yeah i probably would be uh i'm gonna say uh uh, Dan Fogelman's Life Itself. <laughs> is a remake of what? It's a remake of Stanley Kubrick's Life, Life Itself, Itself, 1972. Ah, of course. Uh, yeah. No, uh, Gus Van Zant's Psycho. <laughs> I had only ever seen that version of Psycho. Vince Vaughn is the best Norman Bates. <laughs> he's, the, he's, he's the only Norman Bates he's the, for uh, me. Vince, Ma- Vince Vaughn. I was going to say Vince McMahon. Vince Vaughn, the original Norman <laughs> the Bates. The original Norman Bates. And I'd only ever seen this Lolita because I think it was on Showcase in like that 98 right. or 99. Sure. And uh, it taught me a lot. <laughs> As a like uh, 12-year-old, I was very confused by this. Yeah, I could see that. I could see having uh, having questions. Yeah. Now, here's, this movie. here's my uh, shameful admittance, but also a very f- comical story that happened with this. Okay. So, uh, Lolita, obviously, is is well known for its context. Yeah. In good book. In Coquitlam, the city I grew up in, Bragg, um, there was a 
person who was clearly running their own mm. photography studio out of their garage, their closed off garage. Always chill. And we would always drive by and I would always look at it. And the name of the photography studio uh -oh. Uh -oh. was Bonita Video. But okay. I would always associate <laughs> Bonita with Lolita. So I was like, wait, there's a guy taking photos of underage Children. girls in his garage <laughs> and everyone's okay with it? I mean, there is, like, that's definitely happening. I don't know about <laughs> sure. everyone being okay yeah, with Jeffrey it. Jeffrey Jones and it's little boys and it's for art. <laughs> and he didn't even really get in that much trouble for it. No, he got to come back. No. He gets to do... He, he's he, my favorite actor. I think he just directs plays now. I like I that. I think he's uh, the director of the National Children's Orchestra <laughs> or something. I don't know if that's true. Scott, there was nothing sexual about it. He was painting... It was art. ...children yeah. who happened to be naked. I mean, you... I don't find a hole in your theory. What? Fucking... Anna Wintour puts them in a watermelon and that's art, but Jeffrey Jones can't draw a nice, beautiful painting of one. There's nothing sexual about it. He's not getting a boner. I don't they don't have a boner. I don't think it's Anna Wintour. I, don't know. I, I, I couldn't think of the name. Is it Annie Leibovitz? Yeah, it's Annie Leibovitz, I think. Or no. no, she's just no, she's just like the Rolling Stone photographer. Uh, Who's the bitch with the babies? Um, I got to do research. This wasn't part of the deal. Mother no, that's your stat boy. Motherfucker. Stat boy. Stat boy. Stat boy. Uh, 1997's Lolita. Um, okay. Le okay. Let's test you out, Google. Oh. Bitch <laughs> who takes pictures of babies. <laughs> All right? This is a, this is a very this is a test. very questionable search history. <laughs> Enter. Enter. No. The bitch really throws it off. Ah. Now, let's change bitch to woman <laughs> and see what we or, get. Or, okay. Woman. And Gettys, right there. And Gettys. So, by the transitive property, and Gettys, not a bitch. <laughs> not a bitch. <laughs> Google says not we a We found bitch. one. We found the first, <laughs> the first woman who's not a bitch. Uh, and Gettys. Speaking of women who are bitches, uh, <laughs> Melanie Griffith in this movie sucks. Sucks. She's got the most annoying, dumb voice. Hate her. I hate her. Except for when she's getting mauled by cats. Then I love her. Then cool. Yeah. When she's uh, getting severely scalped by a lion. <laughs> That I don't know how we haven't done an entire episode on that. Movie. It is crazy but we haven't devoted a good deal of time to Roar nineteen eighty 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 one eighty eighty one yeah because that uh, that is was and will remain the most important movie we've ever. It, seen. it is the greatest first time viewing experience of my life. Yeah. Seeing it at the Rio. I'm so you, glad you, we saw it at the theater. You, Dan, and Kelly. Yeah. And it was the greatest experience. Because I, I knew almost nothing about it going yeah. in. I knew it had big cats. Yeah. And it was like a lot of them. Yeah. And I was not prepared but for could you the have sheer even? amount <laughs> and the fact that none of them are trained. 
<laughs> and the guy who's the main actor is the quote unquote trainer of the animals. Yeah. And, oh, that movie. Good. Stop listening to this podcast. You know what? Never listen to, Never this, listen podcast to this podcast again and go watch Roar. Every time you think maybe I'll go listen to the podcast, just watch Roar just watch again. Roar. And it's better than this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than every. And I love showing that movie two people for the first time oh i had a viewing of it at the school when i taught there with like my friend who was the directing instructor his ta and jordan and none of them had seen it before Mm. and they could not stop like like they were asking a million questions (laughs) as they should be it raises a lot of questions how did how did this possibly get lions tigers uh panthers Jaguars, elephants, elephants, <laughs> lynx, yeah, uh, everything, yeah, it's crazy, it's insane, just, and just people getting hurt for real, left and right, scalpings, scalpings, broken legs, old women breaking their legs, yes, yeah. it's the best. <laughs> you know what else is the best? This movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got um, one of the first lines in the movie is uh which sort of just explains him being a pedophile for the rest of the movie which is weird uh, <laughs> as if he uh, needs an explanation i was gonna say you could have just said he was cool um <laughs> uh they say whatever happens to a boy during the summer he's 14 can mark him for life nice. and then i'm like huh was i raped by a tiger when i was 14 oh interesting <laughs> gonna have to look into that i not to, no, I mean, it's still on topic. Uh, my friend Zach went on a cruise when he was 15. Yeah. And got, uh, statutory raped by like a 40 year old French woman. Sick. Like she actively pursued him and that's how he lost his virginity. <laughs> she was, and he said like she smelled like cigarettes. She wasn't like really that attractive. Yeah. But she like found him. Just pursued exactly. him, took him back to her room, and fucking raped him. <laughs> and that, I think, has affected him his entire fucking life. I know he's not going to listen to this, so it's fine yeah. that, I, that I called him out. And like, and when they say that, I'm like, so wait, they're they're going to excuse this guy being a pedophile? Like, the reason is that he got. 14 year old pussy when he was 14 and nothing could ever be better (laughs) also i kind of thought they were going to show 14 year old pussy in the first scene but they did not no yeah yeah, no they did not uh i literally like because you you just said it like my first thing is like if jeremy irons is uh cool with gay incest because he's the uh he's the gay incest correspondent of this podcast absolutely um why wouldn't he be cool with statutory rape (laughs) i mean they go hand in hand he uh you know he uh, jeremy irons is nothing if not consistent very consistent so i'll give him that yeah uh so the story is kind of told it's voiced voiced over by jeremy irons as if he's giving his statement to a jury he's the hero he's the hero yeah yeah he he's like uh like you know the record scratch yeah yep that's me suppose you're wondering how how i got got here here. (laughs) well i tasted the sweet nectar and i couldn't stop i couldn't stop drinking um so yeah it's a voiceover of him as he's driving in a car with you can see a little bit of blood splatter on his face and driving somewhat erratically and driving erratically yeah and he's got a little bit of blood splatter on his face and he's sort of describing his uh, you know like journey to this point but it's not his entire life yeah so like it starts off in the 1920s 
Yeah. When he's a younger man. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, that, that part isn't really as important to the story, but it's just showing like, uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I burped away. No, you're a professional. I'm a professional. What, am I supposed to mute the mic to burp in mid-talk and then burp and then go back to my conversation? Who's got the time? Who, who, mine's not touch like yours. Mine's a button. Boop. Boop. <laughs> exactly. That was, a, that was an on and off. Doesn't work. Mine, mine, mine's a, not a bopper. <laughs> you gotta get a bopper. Anyways, so, yeah, the beginning is, uh, was he's at a train station. Yeah. And he's, uh, per- pursuing a girl woman i don't even remember a, the a very beginning woman. yeah a girl woman um B- blondish jeremy irons is weird yeah kind of yeah yeah was light, lighter haired yeah. yeah um but yeah i don't think any of that's really that and, and, yeah no, so just, we get we get to modern day now he, and that was in england now he's in new england yes uh where he's begun to i think he's like uh he's got some sort of professorship he's got a professorship and he's looking for a place to stay yeah and he meets melanie griffith who's mm. like uh a border yeah another border collie that would be rad that's um interesting but she's a border and he's gonna stay at her place and then there is like the most this is this has to be the most sexualized introduction of a teenaged girl in the history of cinema also one it is incredibly sexualized to the first shot of lolita it looked because she's like lying on the grass lying on the grass the in like a wet sundress yeah and it looks like the sprinkler is shooting directly out of her ass yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it really does <laughs> i really enjoyed that yeah yeah so like he as soon as he sees her he's like oh i'm gonna fuck that child immediately immediately like not I, I, a moment my wasted. note says uh it really gets right into it doesn't yeah. it i thought it was a slower build no like i thought it was like yeah maybe i'm not a pedo like no. i'm you know i just i, I just know love what women. i am i just love women and of all ages and sizes no and, children and no <laughs> as soon as he gets there and she goes oh that's my daughter and he turns and he's like holy <laughs> fuck like i eyes bulged out of his head there you heard a big awooga car the, the Tongue comes out across tongue the comes table, out, his head back turned up. into a wolf. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the real like that's my child. I'm <laughs> that is that is my child. My child. Um Dominic Swain was 16-ish when this was filmed. Yeah. Dicey. Dicey, but I mean you're an actor. You gotta do what you gotta do. You're an actor. If your boyfriend's the director and he wants you to give him a blowjob in the movie, you're gonna do it. That's true. Um I wrote, uh, I wrote, there's a lot of feet work in this. There is some. There's, there's a lot of shots of her feet. Yeah. I wonder what the director is trying to tell us. I didn't know this was a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Um, there's a, what did I say? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, he, in theory, he's like dating Melanie Griffith now. But he's yeah. very but he's not interested in Very her. much a means to an end. Means to an end. So he's, He's, uh, like, they're, they're in a relationship, but they're not, like, married. They do get married. No, yeah, not the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, they, they do get married, but it's more, it, it is literally more of a, I need to stay in the life of yeah. the one I'm in love with, as opposed to, I don't know, just having sex with her and then going to prison. <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote, uh, marrying a girl's mom so you can fuck her is really an everybody wins situation. Well, I guess not. Maybe not the mom. She she gets a she gets a husband. 
Yeah. People, people stop calling her a spinster. Uh, she gets a husband who wants to drug her so he doesn't have to have sex with her. Okay, I love... <laughs> When, okay, the, Loki, my favorite character in the movie is Jeremy Irons' doctor. Yes. Yes. The doctor <laughs> This doctor ruled. fucking rocks. And Jeremy <laughs> Irons goes into the doctor's office. And he's trying to be real coy He's about like, it. what if I... Hypothetically. Let's say I had a cow. What if I wanted to knock a cow out for eight hours? The doc- and the doctor smiles yeah, <laughs> when yeah. he says yeah. that. He's like... I got you, yeah, baby. He, he smiles. He opens his drawer. Yeah. He just pulls out, like, pills, and he goes, oh, these. I give these to my wife. <laughs> like, he yeah. immediately is like, this guy's in the same boat as me. I just, everyone's just knocking out their wives Every, in the 40s. Everyone, yeah. I love it. You know why? Because women suck. <laughs> <laughs> Nagging and bitching at you all day, and then they want to have sex with you at night. Yuck. I think he also described Melanie Griffith as a, a very... Uh, elegantly worded uh she was a great taker of pills <laughs> mm-hmm. i like that um i oh yeah the next note i wrote is i i just love I, st- I love a straight pedophile yep. that can't get it up for older women yeah and then i also wrote also drugging your wife so you don't have to fuck her is mm-hmm. boss yep absolutely <laughs> those are my notes thanks doc so um yeah so he, the the not only is Jeremy Irons into it, but Lolita or Lola is yeah. D- Dolores. Dolores, actually, actually yeah. yeah. She's also into it. She oh, yeah. has a book where it's like all of the classic hunks of Hollywood. Yeah. And she's like fawning over all of the like handsome older men in movies. Yeah. So she is very much a part of this. It's not like he's just trying to get her to do it. Like she wants it bad. Two way street, baby. Yeah. Um, so, after a while of them sort of, like, being flirtatious and stuff, but she's, like, acting out, and so she, uh, the Melanie Griffith sends her away to a a summer camp to get her yeah. out of the house, mm. and uh, but that makes uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Irons very sad, and she, but he's, like, he understands, obviously, that, like, he needs to stick this out so that when she comes back, he can, like, keep this going forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, Melanie Griffith <laughs> finds his fuck diary where he calls yeah. her, like, a battered old war cow who, like, <laughs> he can't, like, he, you know. Uh, Steven Spielberg's war, war cow. War cow. Yeah, she's like a, a, an old hag that he has to put up with to yeah. get the sweet juices yeah. of young pussy. Fuck my disgusting hedgehog of a wife till her sweet nubile daughter comes home. <laughs> yeah, but what, the, but what I, know, I, I wrote was, she's pretty cool about reading his fuck diary about wanting to have sex with his underage, her underage daughter yeah but and the only thing she's upset about is that he called her a miserable old cow yeah no the the pedophilia was not really a big issue no it it, yeah it was the fact that she was an old cow yeah it didn't have anything to do with he hurt her feelings yeah he can fuck her daughter all he wants yeah um, and then I wrote, just like a woman to be over dramatic about something so minuscule as your husband wanting to fuck your underage daughter <laughs> that she storms out of the house, runs into traffic, runs into traffic. also <laughs> runs into 40s traffic, which is one car, a 40s traffic on a side street, yeah, in the on suburbs. a residential street, one car, where she just gets plastered, just gets by nailed by a Model T, by a Model T going 
30. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> by, a, by a car, you have to start with a crank. <laughs> with no windshield. You gotta wear goggles. <laughs> like, and she, yeah, so she gets massacred by this car. <laughs> he doesn't and, get massacred. And, uh, but before that, she's, like, written a quick note that she hands to him. Yeah. That he then immediately goes inside and burns. <laughs> so there's no evidence. Yep. Um, and then... I wrote maybe my favorite note, which is <laughs> the look of excitement and happiness on Jeremy Irons' face when he's driving to the camp oh to pick God. her up because he knows he can finally have sex Daddy's with a, with a child yeah. is the best thing I've ever seen in cinema. It's really good. No one's ever been happier than him in that very moment. <laughs> no, I would kill to be that happy for one second. Uh, yeah, I would, lo- I would love to enjoy something half as much as he's enjoying that drive to the summer camp. Everyone should get to experience that joy once <laughs> once <laughs> and and oh i was so jelly oh yeah and then i, I think shortly after I picked her up they like he's initially kind of nervous and i think they got pulled over by a cop at some point and, and they I, they speed away they, yeah and then when speeding, and then they pull over to the side of the road so they can like make out yeah and then, and then a cop comes up and i'm like as if the police would pull over a white man for making out with a child in the 40s yeah, it wouldn't even bat an eye. No. You know what? They wouldn't even be in their peripherals. No. They would, like, drive slowly towards car. White person came up. Give them a thumbs yeah. up and keep driving. Good job, champ. <laughs> keep it up. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, they're kind of... The idea is that he sells the house? Um, right? Because he, he inherits everything. Yeah. She says, you can keep the house. Yeah. And then kills herself. And then he, I think it's implied that he sells the house and that's and, why they're traveling. They hit the road. Yeah. So they're, they're just sort of like driving around the, the Midwest and Southwest or South something. I don't know. Yeah. Just like wherever they are and just kind of stopping at like motels, hotels, holiday inns, holiday inns. Yeah. They're there for a little while. Um, and that's when things start to sort of like uh, uh, get a little more adventurous. At at some point, which I vehemently disagree with, someone referred to it as incest because like he's her right. stepfather. Right. I'm like, okay, grow up. It is not incest. He wanted to fuck her first and be family second. It's only incest if it's the other way around. And Jeremy Irons of all people yeah, should know that. That's true. He is the he is the incest correspondent for this podcast. So yeah. who are you to argue with the man who has the most knowledge? Exactly. If you can't make an incest baby, then it's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that's the rule. So yeah, I, I, during their kind of travels, it sort of starts to become obvious to him that like, yeah, because like, yeah, he he's in love with her and is sexually attracted to her. Yeah. But then it sort of becomes more obvious that like, oh yeah, she is still a child. Like she's not, yeah, she's like mature. She's, no, she's, she's annoying. acting like really immature and annoying. And then suddenly the whole I'm fucking a child thing sinks in. Yeah. But he doesn't stop. That does and not. That is what him. I so respect about you it. You got to commit to it. You got to, you've commit. made your bed. Now you got to fuck in it. <laughs> I also liked when she was like, I don't know, unacceptable, honestly. She was 
being she was jokingly saying just when they were in the car at some point like i should call the police and tell them you raped me you dirty old man and he's like ha 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 funny <laughs> joke ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh wouldn't that be a laugh oh boy <laughs> yeah 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 she i'd kill her it's like what we said last time is when we were talking about uh i don't know like the girls and cuties being like when the guys in the in the uh the laser tag thing and then they yeah. were and when they were like self-aware yeah like she's very much like a oh i can like i can use this I as can a weapon ruin your fucking life like yeah. you will be on death row <laughs> tomorrow if i wanted you to be so she's very aware of the circumstances yeah but she's still into the like the daddy business so for now yeah she's fine with it um, so like during their travels, they go to like maybe a, a little bit more upscale place. Yeah. And while he's trying to check them in, she gets like distracted by a dog. So she goes to like pet this dog and there's like a man in like a nice suit smoking. And Scott, I swear to God, I heard one syllable of the voice. Frank and I was like, that's Frank Langella. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, Frank. Like I knew it. He's got such a distinguishable yeah. voice. And I was like, oh, I'm liking that that Frank is going to be the other guy. A second pedophile enters the fight. Yeah. A second just as handsome pedophile. Yeah. Old, old um, silverish hair, black mustache. Yeah. Uh, Frank Langella. Um, is that the note that I wrote? I wrote... As soon as I heard the voice, I knew it was Frank. Um, but yeah, so they... Um, obviously, like, she's still... Like, r really acting out and stuff, but he's still committed to, like, th like, she's hot. Like, that, that's what he's thinking. Like, <laughs> end of the day. I, so I just wrote, like, you know what? Like, as much as it escalated, uh, like, er, it, like, you know, the movie started out, like, bam, I'm, I'm into this girl. Yep. Uh, good for him for holding out as long as he did before anything, like, actually happened. Yeah. However, when it actually happened, mm -hmm. it was way too sensual for me. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw it and I was like, "Oh, I am glad I'm watching this alone." And because I feel really dirty and uncomfortable watching yeah, this. She's absolutely. so she's reading the comics yeah. from the newspaper, but mm -hmm. you only see her. She's got like a dress on and you yeah. can only see her sort of from the waist up. And then it's like she's on a rocking chair. And then yeah. the camera like very subtly and very slowly pulls out a little bit. And then you see his hand mm -hmm. come from below her, like up onto her leg. Mm -hmm. So she's obviously sitting on his lap mm -hmm. and then she starts to get into it. Mm -hmm. So she's <laughs> reading comic books yeah. while riding his dick. And I felt so dirty. I don't feel good. <laughs> I, I felt violently ill. <laughs> But still, like, c congratulations that you didn't just, like, you know, get in the car, pull over to the side of the road, do it. Right. Yeah. Like, you, he held out for a few towns. No, he played the long game. He played the long game. He, he made it. it, he made it more it enjoyable. Was, it was worth it. It was edging. <laughs> um, I wrote, so much feet. Did Dan Schneider produce this? Because literally, like, she's seducing him with the feet. She's yeah. painting her nails. Yeah, she's she like, him, like an over the pants foot over job. Over the pants foot job. She's like yeah. sitting with her legs, like, like right at camera. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. obviously whoever directed this is uh, a foot file. 
Oh, oh he's got his own uh, login on WikiFeet. <laughs> uh, directed by Adrian Lin, and I can't confirm the foot thing. Well, I can by seeing this movie, but I can't confirm that Adrian Lin is a very sexual director. Hmm. What else has he directed? Uh, taboo. <laughs> this. Fatal Attraction, uh-huh. Indecent Proposal, okay. Nine and a Half Weeks, okay. like nothing but sex movies. Nothing but sex movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, hey, I guess you, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day I, in your I was going to say you, uh, you, you write what you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, just like constant feet. Yeah. Um, and so, kind of as time goes on, she gets less into it. Yeah, she she sort of realizes that, like, he's trying to be too controlling like her father, and that's not actually what she's into. Yeah. She's into having sex with old men. That's correct. She's not into, like, being told what to do. Yeah. And then he sort of starts paying her for sex? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. He starts giving her, like, change. Yeah. And I think it's so that he can... He can go away and, like, just not deal with her, and yeah. she's, like, not stuck there without money, yeah, I think, here, is sort of the idea. Money. But it does appear as if he's paying a child for sex. Yeah. But, like, and what especially- is, What is this? El Phantasmo in Southeast Asia? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> especially having to pay for it after you were getting it for free. Yeah. That's a worst-case oh, scenario. that sucks. That's awful. That's, like, as bad as getting divorced. That is as You're bad as- You're still paying as, for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Child support. Same divorce. sex marriage. It's all the same sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, he also is kind of getting fed up with just her attitude and they, they're getting into more like arguments and yeah. she's just becoming more like erratic and kind of out of control. So he decides to put her into a, uh, a boarding school for like, artists like talented artists of like dance and acting and whatever and because he figures kind of like she wants she's into movies and music and so he'll put her in that and that will distract her from like being crazy being a bitch um and but when (laughs) when they went i i know it's not the answer but when i when he first went to the university and he was talking to like the council the deans or whatever about getting her in i could i i literally wrote is his last name himmler (laughs) <laughs> like, I swear to God, I heard them say Mr. Himmler. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Did he escape Nazi Germany? Well, like and that. Now he's in the United States having sex with children? Uh, no, his name is Humbert Humbert. Humbert Humbert. Yes. Well, Humbert and Himmler are close this enough is, to me. That's his real name. Yeah, I, I knew I knew that afterwards. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, Himmler? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he decides to put her in, in that, uh, school and then he's, but he's been convinced that a police officer is following him yep. or a detective because there's always the same car following the car. He, takes he goes to a license plate. He goes to a gas station. And when he goes in, somebody gets out of a car to talk to her at the car. And then yeah. by the time he comes out, they drive away. Yeah. And then and he's she, like, who's, who's that? that? And like, she's like, hey, there wasn't even anybody here. And You're she's like, crazy. No, she's like aggressively singing the radio at him. Like <laughs> yeah. not even acknowledging what he's trying to talk to her about. Yeah. Cause she's just, you know, a, a, a bitchy 16 year old girl. Yeah. Well, Which 16 in real life, 14 in the movie. Oh, uh, sorry. 14, yeah. Sorry. Um, as God intended. I, so I, I wrote the note that this is kind of an anti or like a deterrent pedophile movie. 
if you think if you think about it, because it's showing the downside of I was not deterred. Okay, fair. <laughs> Um, but it's like showing you how like teenagers are awful. Yeah. Young people suck. Yeah. You don't want that. It's not worth it. But I also wrote <laughs> pedophilia is a real get in, get out situation. Yeah. Like it's got a short shelf life. Yeah. You get in, you do the statutory rape it, and yeah. then you leave. It's not for commitments. No, you don't. You, you can't have a long lasting no. pedophilic don't relationship. Don't marry a 14 year old. Talk to Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> I will. And his great balls of fire. <laughs> his balls were on fire because he needed to unload them in his cousin. In his, his underage, underage cousin. cousin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then um, he – they get into a fight. He hits her because yeah. she's being a, a bitch. He hits her and rightfully so. And rightfully so. Um, and then she runs away. Yeah. And he – like literally has no idea where she went. Yeah. And then he's getting letters from her. Is that, is that, do you have any other notes? Um, I, I sort of I, just have the last two things. Yeah. It might have been when he was looking for, it might have been something a little earlier where he's looking for in a, ho- in a hospital. Oh, yeah. That was when she's that sick. Was earlier. When that she's was sick. before she runs away. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like sick and yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just said, I, I don't know if the best way to find the girl is to assault the entire hospital. Because <laughs> he was yeah, just, like, throwing nurses around. Yeah, and he, like, beat, beating like, up the doctor. Shaking the doctor by the collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to help you. I, yeah, how is that going to get your daughter bride back? <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah, she, she runs away from the hospital, and they're like, oh, she left with, like, this... Like a yeah. like very handsome other other man, and he he seemed very nice. He was very nice to all of us. And, and, and he's like, but I'm a handsome other man. Who's this other guy? But I'm her handsome older man. Yeah. So um, then it fast forwards two years. Yeah, a couple years. And he's getting letters in the mail from her that she's talking about. Like I'm I'm, I'm I got married. I'm I'm pregnant. Have we had the Langella showdown yet or not? That's at the end. Okay, that's after. Um, so she's like, I'm pregnant and we're broke and I would please like it if you, if you would send me anything like $500 would be great, How about some money? but like 300 is fine or 200 or literally anything you can send us. But also same, same for us. We're, we're the Lolita in this situation and you are all Jeremy Irons. Please send us. $500. Scott's pregnant. I'm pregnant. And we can't afford to live. Send us $500 or, or even 300 200 Really anything's good. To paypal.me slash not Scott Henson. Link in the YouTube description. Every little bit you give us gets us new wrestling gear. Yes. So if you want to see us in shiny new gear. If you want to see us even. I know it sounds crazy, but even prettier. Then you know what to do. The prettiest boys on the internet. That's us. P- don't don't look that up. PBs on the yeah. Don't look that up. Don't don't contest us on that. Also, if you're trying to find Ann Gettys, don't search for a bitch who takes pictures of babies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I did not. I did not. Adamant. I did not like her referring to him as daddy in the letters. Uh-uh. Like, daddy, I'm like, okay, if you could please give us any money. No. But it's not in the sexual context. No. It's in the you are my father context. Yeah. I hated that. <laughs> I also hated that. That made me want to the, fucking puke. The only time anyone should be calling anyone daddy is in the context of a trans prostitute. 
Another trip to Europe, daddy. <laughs> exactly. What is it, that's Jim, it. Jim Norton. <laughs> that is the only daddy I'll accept. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. This was gross. Um, so yeah, so he figures out, um, uh, while he's looking for her that, that she's with someone else, the same person. She finds his writing in every logbook of every hotel. Yeah. But it's always a different thing. Yeah, it briefly fake turns name. into a detective movie yeah. where he's tracking her. Yeah, and all the, all of the names are like very classic Hollywood sounding names yeah. because the character is a uh, a screenplay writer or a stage stage director stage director yeah stage yeah. director yeah yeah because um, he was directing her oh the school school's play yeah, play yeah that's thing. right yeah. he he got the gig um so that he could be a pedophile yeah. uh so yeah so he finds out that he she originally had run away with frank langella's character yeah who we really only saw that, that one, one time scene. previously yeah. but he's in the context of the movie been present like the whole yeah. time it wasn't there was no detective following him it was frank it was frank and frank was the one that talked to her at it the was gas station pedophile. she was calling him on the phone yeah at one point he came back to the hotel and she had like was wet her lipstick was smeared she went little she, girl she had yeah her feet were dirty and he was like you went outside and she was like no, no. i just got up and so he's like who is that who are you who is it who is it so now he decides to take it upon himself that, like, in, in a, as her father, not as the man who yeah. initially was, like, in love with her. As daddy. As, as pa- Papa <laughs> uh, Humbert. He, uh, he tracks down Frank, uh, goes to his, uh, like, very expensive house. Yeah. Where Frank is. Yeah, it was like a crazy mansion. It was a crazy mansion. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where Frank is, like, completely strung out on drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Totally fucked up. And is the biggest creep. And is the biggest creep. He's like, him. he's completely naked except for a robe. Yeah. Uh, he's like kind of acting gay. He's like yeah, feminine. He, yeah. He does like a weird like thigh rub on Jeremy Irons. Yeah. But also he's a child pornographer. Uh, I wrote that he's an OG Clinton crime family member. <laughs> he's, he invented the Clinton crime family. Might have. So he might Jer- be the patriarch. Jer- of the- Jeremy pulls out a gun yeah. and pretty much tells him he's going to murder him. Like, yeah. he's like, you're dead. Like, do you want to die sitting down or standing up? And then he's all like, oh, please, this is a hard question to answer. Oh my God. And then they have a, they have a grapple. They have a grapple. They have a grapple on the floor where, uh, Frank's hanging dong. Yeah. Just and, uh, I, I literally said, man, if I was a woman in the 90s, or now, um, I was a woman in the 90s. I would love to be in a 90s Frank and Jeremy sandwich. Oh. Those are two very hunky men. Absolutely. And they're rolling around on the floor. Yeah. I would I would love Forget to be the it. Earl Hebner to their would, cat fight. <laughs> I would love to be the floor. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they roll around, they grapple for the gun, um, and then Jeremy gets it back, and Frank literally propositions him with like, listen, I know, like, I, I know I fucked up. Yeah. I took her away from you, but if you put this gun away, you can live here, you can have sex with you whoever you want. So much I, child I can, I can let you watch executions, <laughs> like, that are off the books executions. <laughs> you can literally do anything you want to do. I want a whole movie about Frank's character. Absolutely. I want, I he want. He seems fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, he could, he could be the scary of, 60, <laughs> he could be the scary of 61st. 61st. Um, 
He's like he's kind of like an original like Epstein type character. Like he's, very much. He's obviously involved in all of this like underground yeah. sex trafficking. I love him. Um, so yeah, they 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 end up having this big fight, and then Frank escapes into like a piano room and just starts playing the piano. It was cute. Yeah. Uh, he gets shot by Jeremy like ten times, like ten <laughs> times, and then we see Frank's penis. Oh, I don't know, five times, six yeah. times. Like one, the, there was one where he was running down the hallway, and yeah. it was just Flopping. like yeah flopping yeah, around yeah he had a big flop bopping yeah, yeah like good for him <laughs> good for him good for frank i like frank a lot yeah and his his big dong he'll always be skeletor to me he'll always be skeletor he uh but yeah so he he ends up uh, he dies and then that's sort of where the beginning of the movie was the voiceover yeah see the the reason why he's driving sporadic and he's got the blood on him is because he shot Frank, Frank, yeah, and then the police are chasing him. He drives into a field. They catch him. They arrest him, uh, and then that's the end of the movie. Then you get like the post credits or the post movie. Pretty important postscript too. Uh, P.S. They both died. P.S. Uh, he they died. both died within six months. Yeah. He died in prison of an aneurysm, she and died she died during childbirth. childbirth. Yeah, done, done. <laughs> Everyone's <ya>. dead. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I remembered a lot of this movie, but I, I obviously didn't see the, I, I don't think they showed Frank's penis. I think I would have been too young to see a naked man. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, when are you old under my to see own naked man? choice? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I, I would like to revisit Kubrick's because it's a very different movie. Yeah. It's, Got some similarities, but I think there's less dong. There's less dong. It's less sexual. I yeah. think it's more like romantic. It's a relationship. Yeah, it's not just like yeah. Young means good. I want to come. It's <laughs> no means yes. Yes means anal. Yeah, yeah. Imagine chanting that with a group of guys on a college campus. It was an it was an airplane, wasn't it, or a bus? Might have been a bus. A bus? Might have been a bus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I sort of... <laughs> I sure. I sort of conflated that and Charlottesville. <laughs> a <laughs> bunch of guys with, guys with torches walking down the street, yeah. chanting... No I, I honestly yes, kind yes, of did. I'm like, oh, yeah, those are two different things. I mean, it was both... It was all... It was, no, both were white yes. guys. <laughs> yes, means anal. No, means yes. Yes, means anal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, white guys are so cool. White guys are pretty cool. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that undefeated. I'm glad that we're both half white. I'd re up every year. <laughs> re up every year. Year year two? I don't know what's going on there, but I'll get a table. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to go in the future though. I don't want to see what they do to us in the future. Oh no. We gotta come. We gotta come. <laughs> but for now. White all the way. Sign it up. So that of course brings us to 2015's Home from Andrew C. Who I, I went back and looked. I'm like, did did Andrew recommend anything else? I'm like, no. Just home. That that's the one movie that you, you wanted us to you're see. You're the worst of the worst. You might be a terrorist. Why would why would you <laughs> <laughs> why would you choose for us to see home? I it uh did what, you so question, did you know that this movie existed? No. Okay. Did not. I, I only didn't. knew about it because I saw here's, it on Netflix, like that it came yeah. up on Netflix. Here's how little you knew about. I it. knew about this when when Andrew's donation came in for this. It just said like 
DreamWorks home bitches or something. And like those words didn't register to me. And I didn't have him marked down as like a movie dono for a couple of weeks. Mm. And I, until I went back and went through, I'm like, oh, I, oh, he's talking about, oh, I, he didn't just send me $20. Yeah. He's, he's paying for a movie and it's and like, DreamWorks home. home bitches. What the fuck is the, that? What the fuck is home? <laughs> I mean, I can tell you what home was. Well, now I can tell you what home DreamWorks was. wanted to make a movie that was just a Rihanna soundtrack. So they did it. Yep. Because there's like, I don't know, seven Rihanna songs in it, and she's the voice and of the she's girl. She's the voice. Yeah. So it this starts right away. <laughs> it starts right away. I'm like, oh, DreamWorks animation, my favorite. And then about, I don't know, another 90 seconds in, I'm like, oh, B tier DreamWorks animation. Yeah, my, not, not my real favorite. Yeah. Not even high end for DreamWorks. Yeah, you're, you're get you're getting the backups. Yeah. This is a real, uh, this is a real, we're resting the starters situation. <laughs> yeah. We've already made the playoffs. There's three games left in the season. Yeah. We're all, Jordan's sitting, third, Scotty's third, sitting. Third string is starting. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know what? It shows. <laughs> it it very much shows. It shows. But it got a theatrical release. Yeah, it was in movie So theaters. a B-tier DreamWorks movie. I guess like, well, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say my, my first note is this is for retarded babies. <laughs> it makes me want to hit Rihanna because she deserves it. And like, that's what it is. Like you, any animated movie. You're a Chris Brown type. I'm a Chris Brown type. I got sick dance moves and when I spin, I hit her. <laughs> um, I... The, like kids movies are so awful that they don't have to be good and they it's, make money and get a release it's i mean i don't think this made tons of money but you don't even have to make a good one no you just have to make an animated one and it's getting a theatrical release like that is such a like a sick business idea for like any director that just wants to make money is like it's beautiful yeah i'll do an animated movie fuck it yeah it's it's a real takeshi Mike doing <laughs> like uh, anime live action movies, romantic comedies, so that you can pay for your snuff porn. Two for them, one for me, baby. Yeah. He's the best. The system works. That's also the way that we describe my shirt, which is awesome. Two, yeah. two, two for you, one for me. <laughs> two for you, one for me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, okay. So, are the aliens in this Chinese? Because they speak. They're literally speaking like Chinese pidgin English. It's like it was written in Mandarin. Yeah. And then translated to English. And then the American actors spoke in that version of English. Yeah. Like they like had it, to it's, read it's the Chinese, script. Yeah. It's Chinese pidgin without the Chinese accent. Yeah. Like he, he says like, this is best day ever. Yeah. I mean, throw in the accent. This is best day ever. It's literally just Chinese pigeon. Ha, oh, you want me to park your car? You want me to park your car? <laughs> Nathan Fielder, Nathan. terrorist. Uh, yeah. I mean, it really, it really is that. It like. Yeah. It's, I hate it. It's as if the, the script writers were Chinese. They wrote the script. And then when it got to the executives, they were like, oh, but we're going to like fix these grammatical errors, right? They're like, uh, no, no, this is how I write it. This is how I write it. Fix errors like saying grammatical. Grammatical. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, 
I, what a weird choice for the aliens. They speak perfect American accent English, yeah. but the grammar is nonsense. The, the grammar doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And like they're, it's like they're just intentionally leaving out every fifth word. Yeah, they're just leaving out like articles and stuff. Like they don't yeah. say the and stuff. Yeah. It's, ugh. which uh, is, yeah. I, I, uh, I will say there is only one thing that got a very minor pop for me in this. Did I write down anything I like? It's at the beginning, so if it's not if it's not an early note for you, it's not. Uh, I believe when he was going through the flavors of drinks or something that they could have, yeah, and one of them oh. was Busta Lime, and I was like, you know what, that was pretty I, good. I, <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that one. I think I meant to write that, and uh, yeah, because all of the flavors were like puns on were like that, names. but puns. There were puns by the 40-year-old writers right. and not for the five-year-olds who were watching. Like, right. five-year-olds in 2015 don't know who Busta F- Rhymes five-year-olds is. Five-year-olds in tw- 2001 don't know who Busta Rhymes is. Yeah. So When he was at for? the peak of popularity. Is that one of the cool jokes for the parents? <laughs> one of the parents' jokes, because all the parents were alive in 2001. Jesus. But I did, it did make, give me a very minor pop. <laughs> Uh, the one, the uh, one credit I gave it is that even in the movie, at least everyone also hates Jim Parsons. Yes. Yeah. Perfect casting. Yeah. We've got the most unlikable animated character of all time. Who are we going to get? Oh, I know. Sheldon. Where, what is the young or old? Uh, let's go old. What is the perfect intersection of gay and autistic? Jim Scott Parsons. Oh. Ah! I got mm. you. I got you. God, you got I got you, bitch. Damn it. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> I wrote, having the adorable characters talk like they're stupid is a great way to make kids learn. Yeah. Like, kids watch movies to learn, like, concepts or, mm-hmm. like, big big picture life things that you're like, oh, I shouldn't treat people different because blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't. My, but ha- my parents are going to die when I'm a baby. Uh, if it's a Disney movie, yeah. Every Disney movie. Um, but having them talk like they're completely retarded yeah. is... Who's that helping? Who like? Also, it's just so lazy. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's a funny thing we can do? I don't know, just not have them say the, <laughs> like, every fifth or sixth word of a sentence and kind of sound dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a really good idea. That's very unique and clever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, like... That this whole this whole thing makes me makes me mad. Oh yeah, there's uh, all kinds of things. Mad and just confused because like so the the aliens are the, the Jim Parsons aliens are running away from scary aliens, and they and and they 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 got ousted from their current planet. And so they find her, so they're just gonna colonize. They're just gonna take over Earth. Earth. So they, they do that and then leave like a cool, like, Indian reservation for, <laughs> for humans. Like where we're living, where we are right now. Exactly. Um, the but, res. I, but I guess they missed Rihanna. <laughs> uh, Rihanna, like, I don't, hides like, or for, something. For how oh technologically advanced, the, oh, do you have news? The budget for this movie was $135 million. That's a lot of money. The box office, $386 million. Smash it. Smash it. Where's the sequel? Where's home two? Homier. Home fries. Home slice. 
Home run. Home run derby. Der- derby Allen of <laughs> AEW fame. <laughs> How much more schizophrenic like, free associating? Literally, it? like I said, the fucking any you make any dumb fucking Home thing for kids made the better part of half a billion dollars. What's even the point? What's even the point? What are what are we doing? What are you what are you and I doing right now? You and I sex? I guess we're doing you and I sex. I don't know we should make a bad kids movie, I make three hundred and eighty six million dollars, and then we Christ. can get we can get the surgery multiple times. Oh my god! Now that that's good surgery money. Yeah, surgery and then back to human and then get the surgery again. Oh, surgery, better. surgery, regret it. <laughs> no, not regret it, but just like refresh. Okay. Back to human, and, and then, then you even get better. a better version of you know the surgery. What? I like that. Because getting the surgery and then getting a better version of the surgery on top of it yeah. is going to make you look like one of those awful women who has Botox. Because <laughs> you're not working off of the original canvas anymore. Yes. You're working off of a double painted over canvas. Exactly. So you go back. You go back to regular. You yeah. have to live like that for a little bit. Yeah. Until you recover. And then even better. And then you get like ultimate surgery. I love it. The ultimate surgery. I'm into it. Okay. It's the ultimate solution. I mean, <laughs> it is the ultimate solution. If How long do you think it took me to realize that the voice of the other guy was Steve Martin? Was it the whole movie? I think it might have also been the whole movie for me. Because I was like, ah, it kind of sounds familiar. It but sounds, I, yeah, I'm like, it sounds like, like someone. But it could also just be nobody. Yeah. And then, uh, no, yeah, fucking Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Who doesn't do a lot of movies, but chose this movie. Home. I'm going to do a voice <sighs> in a home. Anyways. Insane. The, so, yeah, they, they're going to take over Earth. And he's like the wiener of the group that everybody kind of hates because he's annoying and dumb. And he just is. He's the guy in the friend group that everyone hates. Yes. He, he, he's the Scott Henson of the group. And the group is just Scott and I. <laughs> There's two of I us. Am the, and Scott's the one that everybody hates. I am the outcast of our two person friend group. Yeah. Um, and it's like his birthday or some shit, and yeah. he wants to have a party where he can invite I think everybody. He wants to have a housewarming party because house- they invaded Earth. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, sure. So he like is going to invite everybody in the like. I think in the world. I, first, I thought it was like the apartment complex, but then it seemed. Well, I think it's all of the that. Boove or whatever they're called. Yeah, he wants to invite everybody who's invading Earth with him. Yeah, but he accidentally sends the email to to everyone the in the universe. universe. <laughs> sure, which means that it's going to accidentally get sent. I like to the that bad other guys. planets have Evite because they literally called it an Evite, and and also that you could just send it to. Everyone in the universe. Yeah. Like you, even if you have never made any contact with them, no. they're going to they're get it. your email invite. Yeah. Your evite, as it were. Your evite. Um, so yeah, so somehow the, uh, the, the one girl d- doesn't get put in the, uh, in the concentration camps. <laughs> no, they're, they're not, it's, it's, it's an nice. ethnic cleansing. Yeah, it's, do they? No, they just put them all in Paris or something. Yeah. Or is that just where they land? I don't remember. Might have been Australia. Maybe it was Australia. Yeah. Who's Australian? Rihanna? Yeah. Okay. Rihanna, famously Australian. Yeah. And yeah, and I couldn't get a I couldn't get a beat on the girl because like at one point she's driving a car. I'm like, aren't you like ten? And also at the beginning, I was unclear on what was going on. I'm like, is your mom dead or just like 
out shopping. Yeah, they kind of imply that the mom yeah like, left or abandoned her or something yeah but like that wasn't the case the no, mom just got she, taken yeah just the the girl didn't get colonized yeah so it was very weirdly put together um may i don't think it's till like halfway through the movie that the girl's full name is mm. revealed which is harmonica jenkins gratuity tucci yeah what? Daughter of Stanley. My boy, <laughs> the Tooch. And he named her after a tip? Yep. Because <laughs> he uh, owns a restaurant. He's a uh, co-owner of a restaurant. That makes sense. As the song goes. I would go to I would go to Stanley Tucci's Italian restaurant. Yeah. I think it's uh, out of business now. I think it shut down. Sad. Poor Tooch. Not unlike Uwe Boll's German restaurant. Which we watched which will not a movie come live at. We should have parked in front and watched it together. That would have been really funny. <laughs> Here we are, the former... <laughs> the former Bauhaus. Bauhaus. <laughs> so, uh, what else is going... So, and I don't even know what the dynamic is. I get, like, well, he, I, I wrote, he, he sucks and... I wrote, why the fuck does she care about him? That's the thing. Like, he's, he's, he's an invader. He's colonized her planet. He's a weirdo, a loser. And she cares so much about, like, making him feel good and making him happy. Well, it's when, but when he she, uh... was part of the reason why her mom got taken. Yeah. Yeah. He's the reason she has been separated from her mom. He's the reason that she is in a cage at the border. Yeah. And yeah, separated from her parents. Uh, yeah, but she seems to care about him for some un unclear reason. Because it's a kid movie and kids are dumb. And I guess because it's a kid movie. And they tr they tried to trick me by putting a cat in there to make me like it. Didn't work. Cat was a pig. In fact, the cat was named Pig. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 she, she plays... Is that uh, Too Close to Home is how I didn't like it? Pig cat? Pig cat. <laughs> <laughs> she plays music in the car and... Uh, what music did she play in the car? Would uh, it perhaps be a Rihanna uh, song? Off the top of my head, was it a Rihanna song? Mm. <laughs> and uh, and he starts like involuntarily bopping to the beat. Uh, at what point? At which point she uh, says says the line that almost made me turn the movie <laughs> off and, and quit the podcast, <laughs> which was then called back at the end of the movie. Yeah. Shake your boob thing. Shake your boob thing. Like it was. It was. It was pretty. It, it was pretty close to too much. It was most of too much. <laughs> yeah, it was the most too it much you can handle yeah. without it being too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Th this this was almost a big problem. It was all of Brian Christopher and most of Scott Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was three quarters of too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was yeah. Tough. That was infuriating. And then he like. He, like, gets too horny or something, and he has to jump in the water to cool down or some shit. I think so. I don't yeah. know. It was kind of hard to understand. Yeah. And uh, and then the... At the second mention of the evil aliens chasing them, I'm like, let me guess. The evil aliens aren't going to be evil. And, and it's, it's a misunderstanding. Some stupid misunderstanding between you. Uh, spoiler, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. That's exactly what it was. You don't want to ruin the movie for everybody, but... yeah. I, I hate to do that. Yeah. yeah. 
so yeah, the whole the whole idea is that like they're trying to get to the headquarters of or like the spaceship, which is the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. That's been like per- like uh, it's like surrounded by a bubble or something, and that's where they're like yeah, that's where their headquarters is or some shit. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna go and like retrieve the email before it gets sent all the way out to the bad guys, the, the, the bad guys in space, and they're all trying to like get so like they have like some system where all of the other boove are in these bubbles with this thing connected to their brain where they're all trying to individually find out what his password, his password is yeah and his password is like something stupid too it's like it's like a full-on sentence and then yeah. he like types it in and then it doesn't work and he goes oops caps lock is on and then he's i'm like oh oh kids are so stupid <laughs> that they like that is what they think kids like and some kids like kids and people who make movies for kids yeah. are so stupid yeah i i uh, if if the money wasn't there i would never do an animated movie but no. the money's there i but will never really do commercials because uh-huh. of how much I loathe commercials and yeah. how everything needs to be an Old Spice commercial. But, <laughs> yeah. um, so what uh, things need to be is a 1999 Barks commercial. Yes, they do. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> so, yeah. So Steve Martin is the leader of the booth. Yeah. And he's like, I mean, they're all kind of dumbasses. Yeah. And he's, uh, trying to, stomp him from i don't know like the, the whole thing is it's literally just why can't you just show your face say oh i'm gonna put my password in so this is all over and then yeah. password, like why does it need to be yeah, such there, a there were two there were almost like almost non-issue solutions for both conflicts in the movie one is what you're saying which is like hey get the fucking password and two with the girl like fucking send my ass to australia with my mom where i'm supposed to be and fuck this idiot yeah end of the movie end of the movie yeah yeah like i don't understand why steve martin's character was so like anti like well we can't have him show up here like yeah why he's going to stop the thing you want to stop yeah so why are you being so like uh, aggressive towards him coming? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like I, I don't like an aggressive come myself, but I don't want. I don't. I don't know why you would stop him from coming. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Um. So yeah, he eventually gets there. He barely gets his password in on time. Yeah. Uh. They then just decide. Oh, you're the leader now. Yeah. Because you stopped the password, meaning you're the smartest one of all of us. Yeah, that makes sense. You are the best of I put, us. Yeah, put the most retarded one in charge. That won't backfire. No. Um, but then the bad guys show up anyway. The bad guys show up anyways, and it turns out that the staff that Steve Martin's character has had this entire time that made him the king yeah. has, like, a jewel on it that is just full of the bad guy's sperm. I was uh, hoping you were going to say that. I'm like, don't don't say babies because they're not babies. It's sperm. It's cum. It's literally cum. It is yeah. a gem that has a twist top lid yeah. that is full of swimming sperm. Yeah, the entire next generation of Gorg. Is that what they were called? Yes. Uh, cool. Uh, and then and and Gorg actually they're not even big scary looking. He's they're, they're inside it's like just, a it's robotic just a, suit, a slimy starfish thing wearing a mech. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then my last note in all capitals. When they started talking in their fake language to each other, I wanted to commit murder. Yep. I could not have been more vocal 
and physically angry than I was by myself watching the end of this movie. Yeah. I wanted to go out on the street, find a homeless man, Mm -hmm. and stomp his brains in because I was so angry. Just wanted to go out in the street looking for a black bastard to beat up. Any black bastard. (laughs) Get him. I wanted to go full Neeson. Full Neeson, even though nobody asked him about it. I mean, just as, volunteering racist information. As far as volunteered information, some of the best. Some of the best. <laughs> <sighs> Unsolicited hate crime information. So uh, then they all dance to a Rihanna song, and sure. she reunites with her mother, who was voiced by Jennifer Lopez, which I also didn't know until the very end of the movie. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, and then, uh, they all do some dancing and mm-hmm. partying, and then another, uh, a, a seventh or eighth Rihanna song also plays. <laughs> and yeah, this entire movie was DreamWorks wanting to get the licensing for Rihanna songs. And they're like, okay, look, we'll do an animated movie, mm-hmm. you do the voice, and we're gonna put all Every of song. your album in, in the movie. And they're like, uh, deal. Yeah. That's the whole movie. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. I mean, they made almost $400 million. I was going to say, in what way was this not a success? <laughs> Commercially, yes. Artistically, yes. Like, it hurts to hear that number. Like, it That's, really hurts to hear that number. I was kind of thinking you were going to say it lost money. And then $385 million. 385 baby. Jesus Christ. Uh, last couple things I wrote were, wait, colonization is wrong? <laughs> Because there was sort of like a message with that at the end. I'm like, nah, it's cool. It's it's fun to travel places yeah. <laughs> and take everything. It's, it's good to move somewhere else and bring your entire culture with you and ignore yes, the and culture that's there. erase the existing culture. Yeah. I mean... What, are look, we supposed to adapt to where we're living? No. If I move here and I don't speak English, I should not have to learn English. Listen, mother- Oh, wait. Sorry. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Listen, motherfucker. If you want to keep your culture, win the fight. How about that? If you want to keep your culture, uh, don't just roll over and show us your belly. How about don't get genocided? How about don't you ever, accept blankets? Do you, do, you ever, <laughs> do you ever think of that? How you, you can say no. And if you hate it here so much because it's not like home, go home. Why don't you go back home over the Bering Land Bridge, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> Why don't you go back the way you came? <laughs> uh, what a... Uh, <laughs> Different, different looking character design isn't necessarily good. In fact, it almost never is. Were they, they were like cuttlefish or something, weren't they? Yeah, the the but like the humans and aliens alike look like shit in this movie. Yes, like all, all the designs are bad. And yeah, then, the, like the 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 facial structures are weird. Yeah. The way that their eyes are spaced is yeah, like they look like aliens. The humans. Look I was gonna like say aliens. like it doesn't like the. A kids movie with aliens isn't in it is pointless if the humans also look like aliens. There's nothing crazy looking about the aliens. Correct. They're just like purple humans. They're just, yeah, they just have like tentacles. That's yeah. All. It uh, it's bad. Are we cracking drinks? I'll crack I'm drinks. I'm cracking my uh, Beaver Buzz Black Current. I'm cracking my a gift from Drew, my first ever. Let's get it right here. Baron Beaver. Root beer made with cane sugar and yucca root extract. I hope it's not yucky. Juca. Juca? Juca root. Is ju- the root is juca? Juca. I don't... Juca uh, is also like a... Uh, you can use it as a substitution for potatoes. Oh, it's one of those things. So you can use... Uh, you can make juca fries and they're delicious. Deep fry them. 
I don't I don't like Juca. I think I think they run the banks and and Hollywood too much. I like racist Mexicans towards Jews. You don't see it enough, but I bet they're out there. <laughs> I I will concur. I, I bet you they're out there. I I would be. I think you would be hard pressed to to go into any Latino community and not find a little bit of anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> well. As much as I'd like to explore anti-Semitic Mexican, <laughs> anti-Semitic day laborer, uh, we have other movies to get to. You haven't had a sip yet. I haven't. Have a sippy. Oh, you'd like that. I would you? like for you to have a Mississippi. M I double S I double S I double P I. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're for, really milking it for the listener. I was just sucking. Near the drink, <laughs> barely was, touching the. I was, rim I of was the not drink. ingesting anything. It smells good. It smells like a nice root beer. Hmm, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn, that's nice. Yeah, I like. There's soda with real sugar is so much better. Yeah, than fucking corn syrup. As is energy drinks. As is energy drinks. Beaver Buzz. Oh, it's it's same maker, right? They there can't be two. No, I think they're two different companies. No way. I think. No way! Shut up! Uh, Fuck you! <laughs> who's making it? Who's who's bottling yours? You know Who, what? Is, uh, Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> Mine. Well, distributed by DD D. Beverage Co. in South Surrey, British Columbia. Well, V4A1K7. I guess they are. Made with cane sugar. There you go. Yeah, this even has the same made with cane sugar stamp. Well, there you go. There you go. Part of the beaver family of drinks. Beaver and bear, baby. Sucks to suck that none of you listening can get beaver buzz energy or beaver and bear root beer. There's also beaver and bear cream soda mm-hmm. and a ginger beer. Oh, yeah. But I've seen, seen neither of them anywhere. I've just seen that one. I saw only the ginger beer somewhere and no root beer. Mm. And I was like, well, I don't need this. And I got and I got a proper one coming from Drew. Um, yeah yeah you you and like you guys are really missing out on beaver buzz it is it is it's an absolute yeah. top tier energy drink yeah absolutely. The, the citrus and the black currant yeah both absolute home runs yeah and we'd send it to you but that's the opposite of what we that, do that's not the dynamic yeah the dynamic is you send us stuff we yeah. don't send you stuff no i'm gonna say i don't know well it, even any way you slice it, it would start by you sending us something. In this case, a bunch of money. You, you send, and then we would send you something. You send me, just Drew, not Scott. Just you Drew. send me a hundred dollars and I'll send you one beaver. <laughs> that is the That's deal. That's the deal. That's fair. Well, let's talk about uh, 2018's derailed uh, from our boy Tommy, uh, starring Lance Henriksen. I'm never calling you Tom. It's awful. You're Tommy to me. <laughs> Starring Lance Star, Henderson. main attraction, top billing, most screen time, most screen, all of the screen. Definitely time. not just an old man who showed up for two minutes at the beginning. Two minutes at the beginning and like uh, three minutes at the end, yeah. and got a little bit of dialogue. He got like all of the the like descriptive like this is exposition like this is what's happening Mm -hmm. dialogue at the very end which is great (laughs) like that's why he's the star (laughs) true he might also be one of the only trained actors in the movie (laughs) 
<laughs> that's on the table. Uh, who's actually been in like big things? I would say that's definitely on the table. Uh, Fox's Millennium. Absolutely. Which comes Fox's up a Millennium. Lot. Three seasons. Three seasons. Never seen it. Seen one episode, maybe. I. Yeah. I saw the uh, pilot faux show. Yeah, because it was on after the X Files. I or, believe they yeah. put it on after X Files to get that They're bump. Like, hey, here's a creepy show. Yeah. Here's we, another weird show. Yeah. And I probably stuck for most of the first season, but I definitely didn't see two or three. But do I own them on burned DVDs? You bet your ass I do. Hmm. And one day, one day, I will never watch them. <laughs> but I have them for when I don't need them. And that's what's important. I cannot remember the premise of Millennium. Uh, was was there supernatural or not? Yeah. There I think, was. I think there was supernatural. I, I think, think there was. I think it was like... Is it, is it just like there's a cabal of bad guys who are going to do something at the Millennium? Yeah, something like that. There was like is a Lance bunch- Henriksen psychic-ish? I don't remember. What's uh, now? Now we now it's research time again. I'm just gonna put I'm, my. I'm gonna say my top billing. Uh, I just put that. Uh, I love that Lance gets top billing. Yeah. Then barely appears. But, yeah. That that happens in a lot of movies. The, like especially like lower budget horror movies where they get one actor and they're like, okay, I will be on set for half a day. You film whatever you need to film, and I'm out. <laughs> yeah. The okay, Millennium featured Frank Black. Wait, isn't Frank Black the guy from the Pixies? Am I crazy? Now I have to look up the Pixies. Oh my god, <laughs> it, Scott's in an autism Wikipedia loop. We're getting deep. Uh, well, Black Francis, but his fucking name is Frank Black, so it counts. You're not, are you thinking? Are you sure you're not thinking of uh, Robin Black of the? Well, what the fuck was the band called? Uh, uh, they were like a Canadian band that were like bad pop punk or bad punk. Uh, come on, give it to Daddy. Um, Robin Black, Canadian, is yeah. in a band. Yeah, and he's a mixed martial arts uh, commentator. Robin Black and the Intergalactic Rock Stars. Ooh. Is that that can't be right? <laughs> I thought he was in a band that was called like the 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 black something the the ba, ba, ba. the poop boys. I don't the think black I'm... bottom boys. Silver <laughs> Blackstone bottom. Uh, th- for oh for this release, the band's name was just shortened to Robin Black. Okay, it's just Robin Black. Well, good for him. I'm glad that we looked that up on yep, CanCon portion of the podcast. And also an MMA commentator yep. and former mixed martial artist himself. Yep. He works for TSN. Or he used to work for TSN. Okay. All right. So, back to Millennium. Millennium. Frank Black. Featured Frank Black, not that one, the other one. Not, fr- yeah. Not not blank, Black Frank. Not not Black Francis. Uh, a freelance... A free, oh, it just worked on... A freelance forensic profiler and former FBI agent with a unique ability to see the world through the eyes of serial killers and murderers. Though he says that he is not psychic. Okay. Okay, so he's just... So he is psychic and he's just saying he's not. I guess. So he's a liar. He's a phony. Black worked for the mysterious Millennium Group... 
whose power and sinister agenda were explored throughout the series. Black lived in Seattle with his wife, Catherine, and daughter, Jordan. Not a girl's name. Jordan was revealed to have inherited some measures of her father's gift, suggesting that Frank's abilities might at least be partly psychic and that Frank was a liar. (laughs) (laughs) The first season dealt primarily with Black pursuing various serial killers and other murderers. Other murderers, not serial killers, just (laughs) regular murderers, with only occasional references to the group's true purpose. The second season introduced more supernatural occurrences into the show's mythology, with Frank often coming into conflict with forces that appeared to be apocalyptic or demonic in nature. The final season showed Frank returning to Washington, D.C. to work with the FBI following the death of his wife at the hands of the group. He was joined by a new partner, some bitch. Despite Frank's warnings and what she she herself observed, uh, she ultimately joins the group. Frank was last seen escaping from Washington, having taken his daughter from school. After the show's cancellation, the crossover episode Millennium was made for the TV series The X-Files, serving as a de facto series finale for Frank Black's story. Okay. Was there a Bigfoot episode? Maybe I'm... There was probably a Bigfoot episode. I mean, there was a Bigfoot episode of X-Files, but it wasn't really Bigfoot. It was not. Maybe I'm going to watch Millennium. Maybe that's my... Maybe that's your new thing. Maybe that's my new thing. I wouldn't mind watching it. Maybe that's the next season of the podcast. We watch Millennium. Millennium. How many episodes? 36? 67. Wow. Three, three strong seasons. Wow. Yeah, that'll that'll do us for a while. All right. Next season, Millennium season. Next season, Millennium. <laughs> uh, derailed. Uh, so, this uh, the movie starts at uh, Halloween. Where Halloween, uh, Halloween, uh, which is always, which is always a, a trigger for me in in movies and television. I'm like, okay, Halloween, maybe we'll get some good kitty girl costumes, and there actually were kitty girls in here. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, great. Here, here's my <laughs> my first two notes: kitty girls, exclamation mark, ten out of ten. Next note, no tail. Fuck you. Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they give and they take it away so quickly. Uh, Lance Henriksen shows up. Uh, he's so old. No, well, yeah. I mean. He's so old. Yeah. He was old in Millennium, and that was at the Millennium. <laughs> yep. That was 18 years prior to this. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Good for him. People get old. Good I don't for know if you're aware of this. I don't know. Just good for him being alive. He's still alive now. I was, this was only a couple years ago, so I would hope he hadn't died since derailed. Well, four years, you know, lot, lots happens in four years. How old is he? A hundred? Eighty-two. You're so stupid. He's eighty-one. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> it's a sailboat, not a schooner. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. They're doing like a novelty murder train. Yeah, they're, they're it's ride. like it's like a series of murder trains. Like a bunch of people go there, and they're like all different yeah. themed. This one's a twenties themed one. Where I wrote, everyone in the twenties was so ugly. They had dumb hair and dumb fashion. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of derby hats. A lot of short hair women that are f- like. Slick down flat on their head. Yeah, like I've like, never cared for ugly, that. terrible, yeah. <laughs> ugly. And, like, all of the fashion is like lace and like yeah. way too high neck, arsenic, old lace. A third thing, <laughs> uh, absinthe. Yeah, 
Jack the Ripper, mm-hmm. you know, all that business. Uh, I wrote, uh, surprise, surprise, the gay guy has a chick job. <laughs> he's the, he's the head, uh, he's, his family owns a cosmetics company and he's like their, their big sales rep or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect, actually. And, so yeah, so they're doing like the murder mystery thing on the train, and then uh, uh, I watched this a while ago. Me too. So I'm tra- I have notes that I saw, and I was like, "What? What is this?" Also, it's uh, even if I had watched it yesterday, I don't know if it's a movie that uh, sticks with you. I mean, there's stuff in the movie that stuck with me, but not everything. Yeah. So they're on the tra- the train, and the train starts moving, and it's like the main character who we're following, and a girl that she knows, like a oh. younger girl, and the younger girl is with her mammy. Yeah. Who's Latina, but not black, but yeah. And uh, then there's like bec- the reason they're on the train is because her friend is one of the actresses on the train, and so she invited her to come along. Yeah. And so there's like half the train is actors playing their roles and the other half of the train is like all of the people playing the game yeah but they don't they don't really know right away who's playing and who's not yeah and they're all sort of like trying to get their backstories from each other like who who's who and whatever i was trying to decipher a note of mine but now i know what it refers to i I have one too and i don't know the context so maybe if i say it out loud you'll be like hopefully "Hmm." (laughs) yeah mine mine happens after the initial incident in, ah, in the okay. train, because uh, I was trying to figure out when did this happen Oops. in the train? Yeah, I had written that's that was quite the magic bullet with Derby Hat and the two train workers, but that's yeah. on the outside I, of the train. I wrote that that similar note to that as well. Yeah, yeah, it made uh, no sense. Um, I uh, oh, the note I wrote was just keep that man away from the children, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> I wonder which man. <laughs> Maybe just the the train the conductor dude because he kind of like seemed like an old creep. Could have been. And yeah, then, the and conductor then, did. Seem and then like my creep. next note when I saw him was, "Is that Sir Living Lawrence Olivier? <laughs> <laughs> Is this Lawrence Olivier's final <laughs> performance final in twenty eighteen? Derailed. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it. It turns into a a real train robbery yeah. with like a real gun. Some of the cast have decided that they're going to. One of their fellow cast members is wearing like a bunch of very old jewelry that her grandmother gave her that is worth a lot of money. Yeah, and so they've decided like, fuck it, we're gonna rob the train. Yeah, we're gonna rob our our coworker and whoever's on the yeah, train. Yeah, but they don't like the coworker. I think it's very. They make it very obvious that they don't like her. Yeah, and that she's like a stuck up bitch. Yeah, wearing real giant diamonds in her yes. ears. Uh, You're asking. Uh, Look what you're wearing. Look what you're wearing. You rascal. Come on. Then I wrote, uh, ah, the old everyone's got a gun gimmick. Because, like, one guy pulls a gun, and then <laughs> she pulls a gun on the guy, yeah. and then a different guy pulls a gun and points it at her, but then all of them are working together. Yeah. And so it's like, why are they pointing the guns at each other if they're all working together? Unclear. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, then it gets to, so they send the one guy to the, to the, the front of the train to get the conductors to stop the train. Yeah. And the guys conducting the train are like these two, like, big, beefy meatheads. Yeah, two big bears. Two big bears. Yeah. Uh, so he gets up there and, uh, 
Uh, I don't oh, know a, what the fuck happened. Well, my note is two meathead drivers driving the train. Yeah. Isn't driving a train quite a difficult thing to operate? Kind and of. you're putting these two dummies in charge? Yeah. Like, that seems seems like a big lapse in judgment. <laughs> it's like a recipe for disaster. And there there's a struggle. The, yeah. The gun... Like, one guy struggles with the guy with the gun. Yeah. While the other guy's trying to steer the train on the straight train tracks. Yeah. And then somehow the gun goes off once and kills all, all three. three of them? Yeah. Yeah. It's a magic bullet, like you said. It, it's a it magic was... bullet train. I ha- like... It's the, uh... Oh, what beer was magic bullet? Coors, Coors is Light? Silver Bullet. Coors is a Silver Bullet. Yeah, yeah. okay, so it's Coors Light Train. <laughs> They're on that Coors Light Train. It must be the Coors Light Train. Yeah, the Silver Bullet. They're all werewolves. It was one bullet. <laughs> it's a Silver Bullet. Could be. Yeah. Could be. It, uh, it, like, I had to rewind. I'm like, wait, I, th- did I look away and multiple shots were fired? Was a second weapon involved? Nope. One gun. One gun, one bullet, three dead motherfuckers. Well, it was... It was, the train was old, and they built things to last back then. They did. So, so the bullet ricocheted the off bullet the inside. went through a man, yep. hit the train, yep. and then went through, through a second man, two more men. Hit the train again, <laughs> and hit, and then and Double ended ricochet. in the third guy. That's how it works. <laughs> that That's actually what happened. Yeah. And it was, I was flabbergasted. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And then because those guys are controlling the train, and they have to, and the train has to slow down because it's coming at a curve. Uh, they didn't do it because they were uh, dead. And uh, From get the silver bullet. Get this: the train derailed. Ooh. Also, can we talk about the title? Because uh, the title is D hyphen railed. So I thought there would be some reason for that, like s- some sort of play on something. I, I know or involving the letter. I D. know that straight to video horror isn't exactly your thing, Scott. So but, uh, I was out of my depth. You should never think anything is yeah. like it was just it's just someone thought it was a cool. cool way. They could have put a Z at the end. It could have been derailed derails. <laughs> like you should never think yeah. that it's anything more than somebody who's lame thinking it's cool. Yeah, I, I learned after a while not to give credit for anything. Yeah. So there they I do uh, here's why I am going to give credit to myself for writing it d hyphen railed exclamation mark in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's who gets credit. Uh, the, the, so the train goes off the tracks into the swamp, into the water. Yeah. So they're all like trapped inside. Some some debris has fallen and pinned some peop a person. Yeah. And everybody's kind of like panicking because they're like, "Oh, is this going to sink? Are we going to drown? Whatever." Uh, so then, m- me being the horror aficionado, mm-hmm. one of the characters is standing near the like submerged, broken corner of the. Of the train. Someone's asking to get Sam Jackson. And I just wrote Gator, 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 Gator. Gator. And then I was like, ah, God damn it. It's just a fucking chud. (laughs) It's always with the chud. So a chud, which is a cannibalistic humanoid underwater dweller. Oh, you got me. uh, Pops out of the water and drags him into the water. Drags him to hell. And... The, uh, it was some of the worst being pulled under the water by something I've ever seen. Ah, it was. Like, it You're was right. very, You're very obvious wrong. that the person getting pulled in had to do bad. all of it themselves. Yeah. Like, it looked horrible. Uh, this was followed by maybe one of the dumbest lines I've ever heard yelled in a movie. Hit me. 
So the little girl looked because they, they didn't see what pulled him in. Was she wet? She was not wet. Hmm. She was not laying on the ground with the sprinkler coming out of her butt. <laughs> uh, she is looking out the window out into the, the swamp and she says to her, uh, to the girl that she knows, there's something out there. Something took him. And one of the like random dumb bitches just yells, what are you trying to say? That something took him? <laughs> She literally said the exact words and then she repeated it's it's a real it's a real escape room tournament of champions. What are we? Of no, it's a real like uh uh I mean this log has like countries, uh, Japan, South South Africa. Maybe that's it? Like, no, it's not. No. You're, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> So yeah, I heard that and I rewound it because I was so I'm so yeah. mad at how that was written. That was I think it might be just before Swamp Thing shows up there because like the train's in the water and they're talking about swim, trying to swim to find land and they a woman sees something like a hundred yards away and then there was like. A debate. This is yeah. It's definitely before they knew there was a monster. Yeah, there was a debate about swimming a hundred yards because he's like, "What if there's nothing there?" I'm like, "Then swim back the hundred yards, motherfucker." Yeah, it's not that far. It's not far. What at are all. you doing? I mean, I are, personally I was drown. Say, are all of you Drew? <laughs> can none of you swim? I can swim on my back. I just choose not to. <laughs> can you eat on your back? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not an otter, but I still know how to. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the the debate of how far to swim, and while they're debating that, a second person gets pulled into the water yep. by standing in the exact same spot. That was good. Um, like that. Which then I wrote um, uh, some very silly arm peeling off effects. That was funny. And then, and is that where the arm also just gets removed at the yes. end of it? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it, jump, it jumps out and grabs her to pull her in the water. Yeah. Then it's, like, got... And, it's, and someone on the other end is holding is her. Is holding her hands. Yeah. And it, like, uses its... Like, the thing is, it's a guy in a suit. And he doesn't True. even, like... You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It could be a real chud that they found under New York. Yeah. And they trained him to act by putting peanut butter in his mouth. <laughs> and peanut butter somewhere else. <laughs> and they somewhere trained him to, to do another trick. <laughs> Are you a pleasure model? <laughs> um, so the guy, the, the chud uses not even his fingernails, his palms. His palms yeah. go on her arms. I guess and his pull, his scales were going against the grain. Maybe. Like the scales the sharp way. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That, but literally. On the palm of your hand are scales. Peeled her entire arm <laughs> skin off. Peeled her entire arm skin off yeah. as the other girl was pulling away. Yeah. So she just got a handful of skin. Yeah. And it looks so stupid. <laughs> um, I'd written, huh. This didn't really seem like it was going to be a monster movie. No, not at all. I did not. I did not expect it to be a chud. I, uh, I, I, thought, also, I also say, huh, another time at the end. Oh, yeah. Because there's another thing yeah. you don't really expect. Um, so they eventually make the decision that they need to swim for land, even though the thing has just pulled in, pulled two people out of the vehicle, out of the 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 train and dr also drowned a guy who tried yeah, to swim it, away. It picks off four people like really quick. And then they're like, well, let's just, we got to swim. 
We should probably. The, the train isn't sinking, and as long as they stay away from the open part, they're fine. Yeah, I was I was unclear. I'm like, is the water like four feet deep? Yeah, it, it does not seem deep at all. The train. Uh, I don't know. Look, I'm not uh, fully autistic, so I don't know everything about trains. Mm-hmm. But I did kind of have it in my head that they were heavy. Ah, uh, they are heavy, <laughs> and that they might sink in water or or in mud. If it's or, a swamp. Yeah. Like, density-wise, train versus water, I would say train is probably more. Yeah. Am I crazy? What what floats in water? Poo. <laughs> a duck. <laughs> a duck. So? So we she weighs the same as a duck. Then she's a witch. She's a witch! <laughs> I always found that scene weird because she did. Way the same as a duck. Because she was a witch. Oh, yeah, she was a witch. That's the point. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) What floats in water? Little rocks. (laughs) Stones. No. Little stones. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so they decide they have to swim for land. So the ones that survive are swimming to land. Uh, The guy who they think got drowned at the beginning, the first guy that tried to swim away, uh, ends up surviving, makes it to land. And then I wrote, the director really likes the stand with your back to the water and get pulled in shot oh, because yeah. it happened again they love to it. that guy. Yeah. So that was three standing with your back to the water doing a monologue getting pulled in three by a shot. Three people got deep blue sea Sam Jackson. Yes. A shark ate me n-word. They, f- <laughs> they, fucking, they ate fucking ate me. <laughs> um. So yeah, they managed to get to land and then they just like trek through the the swamp until they find like, like an old ba- abandoned like hosp like yeah I, it was hard like a hospital or like I could a not tell you what sanatorium or a, of this a children's was. school or it could be uh, now it could be Lolita shared universe and it could be uh Franklin Gella's old mansion old mansion from in the forties could be which is now fallen into disrepair possibly but there's still. A good amount of child pornography in it. There was. There was. There yeah. was all over the walls. Plastered <laughs> on the walls. Somebody painted the walls. Yeah. Um, so, like, they get inside and they're all, they all, for whatever reason, of course, because it's, it's a bad horror movie, they all separate into different rooms so that they can dry off from the swim. Yeah. Um, and then the main girl and the, like, hunky guy that she's gay for. Yeah. Um, are in a room and they're like... Trying to figure out, like, what's their next plan? Like, do they hide in the house? Do they keep, like, running through the swamp? And she goes, how long are we going to run from this thing? And I said, I'm thinking, like, it's literally been an hour. I was going to say, you're like, you're already tired of this? I mean, like, yeah, like, it, you, you've, you've been running away from this thing for so long that you <laughs> you been, have to stop and stand your months. ground now. <laughs> like, it's been an hour. Yeah. It's still like, pitch black outside. Try a little harder to lose it. Yeah. Like, or just, like, wait a second. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it can't come on land. Maybe it's a water-dwelling only. Yeah. And you're fine. Yeah. Spoiler, it's not water-dwelling only. What? It seems fine on land. So I don't know why it had to be hanging out in the water in the first place. Maybe it's more comfortable there. I don't know what their physiology is. Yep. Um, I mean, they. I know that they're cannibalistic and they're humanoids. True. And they are underwater. There uh, There was a nice little uh, head chomp. There was. In, uh, the the gay guy got a nice little choppy, chompy, chompy of his head. Yeah. That which was, which was, that was a fun. cool effect because it was clearly him in a suit. 
Yes. And the mouth closed over, over his, his head, whole head, which was actually quite clever. Yeah, I like that. Like, that's a good way to that get around good. not having the CG to do it. Yeah. Because there really, there wasn't much CG in this. No, it's yeah. it's all practical effects. Like, yeah. the the guy in the, the the chud, when you see him, is is like it's a, guy in a, suit. a suit. Yeah. Like, well, how do you know he's in a suit, Scott? That's true. Call back. Call back. <laughs> I like the yeah, I, I wrote ago. a decent head chop chomp on yeah. gay guy. Fun little head chomp. And then, uh, but then like it doesn't kill the woman. It kills everyone except for the lead because obviously it's a horror movie, so you have to have the final. Sure, girl. but like it could, like it, like oh, she it very was easily could face to face yeah. with it. Very and easily could have, and, and it, it just left. sort of like was like I'm full. Yeah, yeah I guess he was like, full. I, I I ate that entire gay man feet first. <laughs> I'm kind of good. Gay men, surprisingly filling. Surprisingly filling. Uh, so she tastes great, less filling. <laughs> so she runs, uh, runs through the jungle. She ends up back at the train station where she's like, you know, all like scratched up. Her clothes are destroyed. She's soaking wet. Yeah. She runs into like the girl who was the one that sort of uh, was running the ride. So she sits in the office and she's sort of like, like, oh, like, do you like, do you have an uh, ID? Do you have like a, a way to like a- any way for me to like recognize who you are? And then she's like, just kind of freaking out. She like they ate them all. Like they it got everybody. Like you have to go out there and get it. And she's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna go get like my supervisor. So she runs out to get Lance Henriksen and mm-hmm. the like the other guy who's like the maintenance guy, I guess. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, like she just came running in and and uh, like she's terrified. She was saying something something got got them in. They the- treated her weirdly. Oh, they treated her like she was completely mentally ill. They treated her very weirdly. We're like, we're just gonna lock you in the station while we go get Lance. <laughs> yeah. Like you or can't why? go anywhere. <laughs> You're staying right here to tell us the whole story, you yeah. crazy bitch. So they go to get Lance, and then, the, yeah, they're standing outside the room, the, the room that they locked her in, they're explaining it, and he's like, well, did you get her, her ID, or, like, no, she doesn't, she doesn't have a phone, she doesn't have a wallet, she has nothing, and then he goes, all right, all right, so they open the door, and she's not there, and they're like, what the fuck, like, how would she get out, she was locked in, and then there's, like, a very brief look at a picture on the wall that has, and like, it's Jack Nicholson in 1912. And so it, it's a, it's a, a news article about a train that crashed in the 1920s. Yeah. And all the Pete survivors' bodies were never found, or the, the victims' bodies were never found. Yeah. So it's a I real. I think they found the survivors. This train's been closed for 40 years. I, I have in, I wanted to use a bigger font even. I'm like 96 years ago. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? So not me? only was it chuds, yes. but it was ghosts. Yeah. So I guess in theory, if you're looking at it, that the creature did kill her and that was her ghost or no, she just the, drowned or the creature isn't even real. The creature represents death. I'm, a, I'm aware, but like what <sighs> in the context of like her running her. away. Yeah. That like she really did get killed or maybe they just all drowned. She drowned. And like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So why wow, that bathroom has been closed <laughs> for 40 years. Um, so then of course, like my last note is like, Ah, yes, the 1920s, where everyone used today's slang terms yeah. and everyday vocabulary. 96 years ago, question mark, exclamation mark, and yet they all had modern clothes and spoke with modern cadence. Yeah. Like, I get that you're trying to not reveal the fact that it's yeah, the it's, 1920s. It's really easy to 
not reveal it when you do everything wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I that's obviously your intention is well, if they're yeah. not talking like they you could have also now, the twist could have also been this is on Mars. <laughs> Absolutely. And been set up just as well yeah. as it being ninety six. Chuds of Mars. I'd watch that. Absolutely. Uh yeah, it, it was like Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to ignore the fact that they all talk like it's today's modern hip kids. Yeah. With their. I think one of them said that's so Raven. That's because that's so Raven was in it. She was the mammy. (laughs) Raven Simone was the Latina mammy. (laughs) Maybe they were referencing Edgar Allan Poe. Ah, that's so mammy. (laughs) Idiot. So and uh, and in addition to all that nonsense, <laughs> as if you needed more to be angry about, there was so much stuff they set up at the beginning, like even before shit went down in the train car, that was never paid off. I can't remember if it was the woman or the girl who saw like who had a vision of like a bunch of bugs on the plate. Yeah, that what the fuck was that? Never came back. And then a guy on the train was being super weird about missing it last year. Yeah, that was the like hunky guy that yeah. she was into never came never back. came up again none of that or, like, mattered the mysterious it was nothing. circumstances about his brother yeah and like that was never mentioned again. never again just insane that all this stuff is just mentioned and that's it forever and you're dumb for having paid attention to it <laughs> yeah and yeah so at the end of the day it is a it's a surprise monster movie because it doesn't start as a monster movie with a ghost story twist and then it turns out that uh death is a fish monster yeah is what we learned about what needs people what a fucking mess this was <laughs> you, yeah you don't need to tell me about why it. did you it. of all the movies tommy why derailed probably because he thought it was silly and stupid so he was like they'll enjoy silly and stupid or he's dumb and really liked it. Tommy, are you dumb and you really like this movie? I, no, I don't think he really liked it. But also, I'm a little mad at him for picking it. It, it, was, <laughs> it, it was actually kind of an easy watch. It was an easy watch. It wasn't very long. It was infuriating. It was on Prime Video. It was infuriating plot-wise. Y- yeah, I mean, it's it's poorly made. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the practical effects were actually pretty decent. Yep. Other than the arm ripping. The arm ripping was really bad. Yeah. But, like, the eating... They really made up for it with the head chomp. Yeah, that was pretty good. That won me back for a while. Uh, You know know it was good? 2002 Scooby-Doo. Like, legit. Brought to us by Carl, who I will call by my name, Scott. Carl Sagan? Carl Sagan. Carl Reiner. (laughs) Carl Tin Banks. You, I'm assuming you had seen this before at yeah. some point. I had not. I saw it. I have seen zero live action Scooby. I saw it in 2003, probably. Mm-hmm. I saw it in four. I saw five, it in six. I saw it seven. in 2019. Oh, and then I saw it yesterday. <laughs> I am fascinated about the 2019 watch. Oh, it popped up on Netflix, and I was playing video games. And what am I going to do? Not watch all of Scooby Doo yeah. again? <laughs> oh, I, did, I didn't remember any of it. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll watch it. And like, I'm not gonna lie, Scott. I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. Yeah, it's it's fun. This is it's actually pretty fun. Yeah. And first of all, sixty seconds in, and a white woman is giving a dog oral sex. <laughs> so <laughs> it won me over very quickly. I- 
I wrote, uh, well, sorry, in the, at the beginning, you get, uh, Mr. Lava Lava yes, singing the Scooby Doo theme, yep. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything shaggy is great. Uh, the next note I wrote was, uh, one of my instructors at film school worked on this. Nice. He was like one of the, the art, art directors. He was Freddie Prinze Jr. Art director. He's, and, uh, VFS trustee Ooh. Matthew Lillard is shaggy. Hey, that's right. So I, I got two connections to this movie. Pretty good. Um, I like that it starts out with a rapey ghost. Yes. Where she's like, because it's yeah they're like it starts off like a typical like the end of a scooby-doo episode yes where they're in a an abandoned cracker factory or something <laughs> and they're chasing can't like say that on twitch cracker you can't say cracker. oh my god don't even i'm a cracker and i'm fine with it even get me started oh my god can't say simp can't say cracker can't say neep <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so there's a, a, a white faced ghost yeah. who, that looks really good. He, yeah. Like the head, the, the head looks awesome. They actually, they do the same thing that they do in the cartoon. So I guess it's intentional, but it's still annoying because it's wrong. Cause like they show, they show this like very real looking like ghost flying and it's got this like, not only is it straight up flying, but it's got this like luminous quality. It's glowing. Yeah. It's an angel. Yeah. And then when they, when they catch it and it's a guy in a mask, yeah. like, and, and it, first of all, I was super mad because I'm like, Oh, I thought it was going to be a real ghost because it looked like a real yeah. ghost in the movie. And they catch it and it's a guy. I'm like, Oh, so, but then they, they did explain how the ghost flew. Yeah. Cause he had like, pockets on helium him helium pockets on him which doesn't doesn't explain explain the propulsion but no whatever. he had rocket boosters on oh his he shoes. did have rocket boosters on his, on his shoes pardon me so they explained that but then they don't explain how uh how he was bioluminescent when he was a ghost or could conjure fire <laughs> and like it's all and so yeah, the same yeah. thing like in the in the cartoons like it's this real looking glowing yep. scary yep. ghost and then when they catch it it's like it's a guy in it's suit. like a potato sack exactly like, i'm yeah. like it it doesn't match he so he sewed it together in his basement in three minutes yeah and that was out it. of women's skin yeah I mean, I I liked the fact that it was trying to stay loyal to the source yeah. material. Yeah, no, like, they I'm glad that they literally did. Literally the same as the show. Yeah, I, I know that it like obviously from a like a a plot and yeah. a standpoint, it's stupid. But like, I'm glad that they actually stuck to the uh, yeah. the real the real. Uh, Sorry, the real the source material. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I like that when he's got Daphne and jumping, and they're like, and he's like, he's jumping around, like sort of flying through the warehouse. Yeah. And she, like, I think her first line is something like, uh, "Can you guys hurry up and get him? His hand keeps touching my." And then it like cuts away from her. Yeah. So it's like, ah, I like rape ghost. Rape ghost. Oh, rape ghost. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, I wrote the ghost mask looks good. So then we sort of get to see like all of the characters revealed. Um, so yeah, it's like 
Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, you got Matthew Lillard, you got Scooby, and then you got Linda Carlini, who I wrote. Linda Carlini has always been so fuckable to me. <laughs> like, I think she's so hot, even now, like, you, as an older woman. You like a you like a freak and a geek? I do. Yep. I think she's really hot. Yep. Like, I've always been really into her. I like her. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it follows the same plots as, like, a regular Scooby-Doo episode where, like, okay, here's the plan. We're going to do this to this to this to catch them, and then Shaggy and Scooby are going to do this, and then... And then, of course, Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, like they fuck up, they get scared, they like, like, it's very accurate to that. The really the only downside to this and the rest of the movie is that the the CGI just is not there. No. So, like, Scooby. This wasn't the time for a fully CG. Like, a fully CGI Scooby. Like, if you had made this movie even like six years later, the CGI would have already been caught up to at least be. Yeah. Like, better. But th- this is very much a product of its own time. Like, that was the best they had, and they're going with it. So, like, <laughs> Scooby looked bad. Yes. But, like, no, he's not, by far, he's not the worst thing in the movie. No. There is way worse than the Scooby. There's definitely worse, though. But, uh, yeah, anyways, they end up catching him by, you know, by complete fluke, they end up catching him. Yeah. They reveal that it's the evil janitor who, and, uh... Daphne ends up with her face buried in Scooby's tail hole. Buried in, buried in Scooby's tail hole, uh, yeah. which she's perfectly cool with. She does not get out of there quick. Um, then it's revealed that the owner of the factory is Pam Anderson. Pamela Anderson. And she's also fucking Fred. Or, or yeah, or like wants to fuck Fred or yeah, something. They seem yeah. like an item. She's like very into like I mean, do you blame her? Look at how hunky he is. Oh no. He's I, a total hunk. I would never blame her for uh fucking former WWE writer yeah. Freddie Prince that is Jr. True. That is correct. Uh so yeah, so that that's that. And then at the end, the you know, the police the uh, police and the media come and they're like Hey, like, Fred, why don't you tell us about what happened? And he was like, well, I'll tell you what happened is I had an excellent plan. And so he's, like, taking credit for everything because he's, like, the mega hunk. He had a very funny line in this. Uh, they, they asked him something about teamwork. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do a lot of teamwork. I do a lot of teamwork. <laughs> that's I, funny. I, I, I'm, I'm excellent at teamwork. That's That was funny. Um, that. So that sort of causes them to uh, decide that they're, like, going to all go their separate ways. They're done. They're breaking like, up the band. They don't, they don't like each other anymore. They're yeah. gone. So then we we follow uh, Scooby and Shaggy, who are now uh, beach bums. Yeah, uh, living out of the back of the mystery machine, mystery van. Yeah, uh, drug dealing, dr- drug dealing. They're uh, they're just like eating. Were they? They're eating eggplant burgers. Yeah, with, they, with I don't know ca- with a chocolate sauce and hot sauce. They're eating each other's assholes. <laughs> each other's assholes. <laughs> Um, but I believe that is the correct burger, yes. Yeah, and they get a knock on the van, and it's somebody that wants to talk to them, and they get out, and he's like, oh, here's an invitation to come to this mysterious island by this rich benefactor who's like, you know, he's uh, running, uh, like, a theme park for, yeah. like, spring break type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, oh, far out, dude. And so they they go, and uh, how how, like wildly ahead of its time is it that uh they're like vegans living on the beach in california like yeah and now that's everybody yeah like is they all, really got it yeah it's really uh really progressive for their time really ahead of it um so yeah they uh what do i got here so then they they show um 
I don't know. Well, not... it turns out the rest of the team also so, yeah. individually yeah. got these so invitations. They've all gotten the invites, and they all, and they all, all show up at the, up the, at the airport. airport together. Yeah. And so they're like Velma and, and Fred see each other, and they're the ones that sort of have the tension. And then they see Daphne, and she's like too hot for everybody. So yep. she's like, oh, fine, whatever. And then Shaggy shows up, and they're like, where's Scoob? And like, oh, uh, don't worry. And he's dressed. He's in, a pretty lady. He's dressed in a dress and a sun hat. Yep. Walking on his back paws <laughs> in high heels. Yep. And he's walking towards them, and it's like, like you know, very comical, like very traditional to the comics or yeah. to the the cartoon. Uh, they then get on the plane, and I wrote, "Wait a minute! So you can just have like a loose cat on the plane, but you there can't a have a loose cat. dog was, yeah. on the plane? Well, you can't have a loose CG dog. Weird. You can have you can have a real dog. Real dog. Yeah. yeah. You can have an actual Great Dane. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> but, that makes not more Scooby. sense. That yeah. makes more sense. Scooby needs to buy a ticket. I was say- Scooby needs to pretend to be a lady and buy a ticket. Also, he could have <laughs> pretended to be a human man. No, no, no. That's and, not but that's not how it works. Is Scooby trans? He's trans. He's okay. the he's the OG trans cartoon the character. The OG trans uh, dog. Scooby Doo followed very closely by Daria. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is Daria a trans icon? I, I think I think it's a I think it's a thing online. I like that. I think it's a thing online. <laughs> um, so then they more got- fuckable. Go quick. Who Scooby or Daria? Oh, I mean, Scooby's a dog. There you go. <laughs> He's got the knot. Um, so they uh, they all get on the plane and then uh, Shaggy and Scooby are sitting together and in walks uh, a young. Uh, a young nubile Ela Fisher. Ela Fisher. Who I also wrote Ela Fisher is so fuckable even with her terrible blonde hair. Yeah. I've always been into her too. Me too. And this and I like blonde hair but it it doesn't work. No, for she her. she's not a blonde. No. Yeah, absolutely. Like she needs she the red weird. or like yeah. the, the It actually the, took me a minute to figure out she was Ila Fisher. I'm like, oh. I know this bitch, yeah. but what's going on here? Oh, it's Ila Fisher with weird hair. Hmm? What about Great tits. Great tits. Uh, yeah, I think for me, honestly, it was like uh, uh, Wedding Crashers. Like, yeah. even though she's batshit crazy in that. Oh, oh she, my gosh, that she's so hot. might be the yeah. best thing so she's hot. in. Yeah. Um, so. I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so then, yeah. So she, Shaggy's obviously like into her. So like they start chatting each other up. Um, During the chat up. I I become very confused about just the reality, the internal reality of the movie. Because Isla Fisher, who does not know, she's just meeting Shaggy, doesn't know Scooby, all that. She mentions Scooby Snacks. So... Are Scooby well, no. Snacks famous? I don't think so. I think she brings out the, the, the dog treats, and I think Shaggy says... No, no. She knows what Scooby Snacks does are. She, does she actually she knows say what Scooby yeah, Snacks? Yes, because okay. I get very confused. Maybe, like, maybe that's... Yeah. So I'm like, are Scooby Snacks like an actual marketed thing? Because I thought they were just edibles that Shaggy gave his dog. I thought, the, yeah, I thought they were just dog treats with weed in them yeah. that both of them ate. Exactly. Because they're trash. <laughs> uh, may, yeah, may, or may, maybe the the dog treats are called Scooby Snacks, and that's why he's called Is Scooby. Is he named after the snacks? It's the other way around? Because I thought it was, I assumed the snacks were named I after the dog. I also assumed they were named after him, and but, I also assumed it was just a inside the group thing. Yeah. But maybe because, what's they're, the market maybe because for, they're famous. I guess. Because they are famous. Like, yeah, because they the news knew Fred. So maybe Because he does a lot of teamwork. So maybe he does do a lot of teamwork. So maybe maybe they've beca- maybe they rebranded as Scooby Snacks. Like oh. because they were like eating them. 
That I like. Right? There is absolutely no evidence for that in the movie, but I like that as the workaround. I like, yeah, I, think, I think that, we'll go with that. We'll go with that unless the internet tells you otherwise. That's, but, that's the canon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they're, they fly to this, uh, this secret island. And, uh, and upon immediately arriving. <laughs> upon immediately arriving at the island, I wrote, <laughs> oh, sick, the worst outcast song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Land of a Million Drums. Land of a Million Drums with Scooby-Doo related things in it. It's a very goofy song. It is a goofy song, but I wrote, outcast, man. Everything but Hey Ya is great. <laughs> Wait, is that why you wrote that? What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I might argue... I still, that, I still think it's okay. I don't hate it. I might argue... I hate, I, I'm sick of Hey Ya, but yeah. everything else else Outcast is Oh, no, Outcast is awesome. Great. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Outcast. I listened to Miss Jackson three times yesterday. Not back to back, but just like over it the came course of the day. Yeah, I was fair. like, you know what? I'm going to listen to it again. <laughs> it's a great song. Forever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? ever? Um, so yeah, they land on the island and it's just sort of like all of your very stereotypical, like early 2000s, like college age guys, like the, the, like, a lot uh, of frosted the, tips. The, the, oh, the, 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 the spiky, the spice, like twisty, uh, spiky the, hair. Yeah, the full head. It, yeah. it, what a horrible. It's, it's gotta have a name, right? It's gotta. It's the, what a it's horrible, the guy from Prodigy look. Hair before yes. he did the, the flock of seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's yeah. like yeah, all of the worst, and like you know, they all have like no sleeve t shirts of shit of shit bands, yeah, and they're wearing like bell bottom pants, and then they are greeted by like a talking tiki like creature thing, some sort of robot who's like, hey, you're you're the mystery machine gang, <laughs> yep, and uh, take off a thing, and it's fucking <laughs> Mister Bean, Rowan, Rowan Atkinson. Atkinson. And I did not know he was in this, and I got psyched I when he was. I knew up. he was in it, and I think that's probably why I rewatched it in 2019. Because um, I'm I'm nothing if not a beaner. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, what do you think about the Jews then? <laughs> I wrote. I love how much we've got. How much Rowan we've gotten uh, for yeah. this podcast. That's two heavy Rowan. Uh, this one's a little bit less child molesty and Italian. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's, he's the man who runs the island and he's the one that invited them, but he invited them to, uh, with, you know, secret, a secret where he, he, he wanted them to come and investigate the fact that all of these, like, you know, rowdy, punky, collegey teen kids yeah. come to the island like that, but then there's like a, a weird spell going on on the island and they all They're, leave as like upright citizens yeah, of, uh, like of a, the world. A, a little bit zombie-ish or at least like mind controlled or whatever. Yeah, and they've all like they're all dressed like regular, like respectable they're a bunch of squares. Yeah, like they're all squares. Yeah. Which uh doesn't come up again later either. Not um, next movie. And uh so yeah, they're like, okay, well like I'm gonna be the one to, to solve this. And they're like, no, I'm gonna be the one to solve it. And like, yeah. no, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> and like so they all kind of like decide they're gonna solve it themselves, except for Shaggy, who doesn't really care because yeah. he wants to bang Ela Fisher, which correct move. Who can blame the correct fella? move? Um, so, yeah, so then it's sort of, like, a bunch of weird, you get, a, like, a quick glimpses of, like, weird, bad CGI monsters that appear. They're uh, not good. Scooby gets a phone call uh, to meet him in the deepest, meet someone in the deepest, darkest part of the forest. Yeah. And Scooby goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sure. Sure. So he goes, and it's like a terrible CGI monster that ends up chasing him. Yeah. Um, until he's like unintentionally rescued by Shaggy. 
Is this where Shaggy and Scooby have a long farting scene? Yes. Yeah. There is a there is a very there's a lot of farts in this movie. Yeah. There's a especially this scene. Especially this scene. And like there wasn't anything to it. There wasn't the farts are happening because of this or no. the farts are a backdrop for They're this. They're just stoners. It was just two two guys farting. Stoners fart. <laughs> Done. And that a, was it. and a sentence. It was it was really something. Somewhere in here, once we've seen like most of the exterior of the island and we've had a few interiors, I'm like, do I really like this set design? It is it's pretty great, right? I'm like, I want to go to here. Yeah. It seems really like e- the everything inside of that place like is very the, cool. The the park exterior looks great the rides look cool the interiors of the castles and shit look yeah. fucking cool i'm like yeah. this is awesome <laughs> really really good set design yeah. yeah it's awesome it's great it's awesome and again it, it is also very traditional to the the cartoon which yeah. i really like mm. like that that is a that is a big selling point for me is that too too many things that go from some form of other uh, media to yeah. like a movie are it's like nothing. No, we can't like, give them exactly what they want. Yeah. We have to be our own creative thing. Yeah, and it fails. This is like no people like the cartoon. We are doing, the, doing cartoon. the cartoon, and it and it works great. Great. Um. So yeah. So now all of the different characters are investigating. Uh. Like the the mystery themselves separately. But then where Daphne runs into Scooby and Shaggy uh, and is sort of like, well, I'm going to, I'm like, she's, even though she's dumb, but like mm-hmm. in the cartoons, both Daphne and Velma are supposed to be kind of like feminists. Yeah. Right. Like they're progressive, like towards that, um, women empowerment like we can do things we don't yeah. need the men this movie's kind of the opposite where both of them are still just kind of like damsels in distress yeah like yeah velma's still smart and yeah. she still does all of the plans but she's not exactly like because like they they try to give her a love interest she's still a slut and then she yeah she's kind of like <laughs> still like oh I, I, I would fuck this guy i yeah. would fuck led zeppelin shirt guy um <laughs> cool guy so yeah, so she she decides that uh, Daphne decides she's gonna like recruit Scooby and Shaggy to sort of do her her dirty work yeah. because she's manipulative and uh, a woman and a woman. And when she's trying to convince them uh, to like help her go into this like because uh, there's a, a a voodoo master, a shaman master played by. Uh, Bill Bellamy. It's not Bill Bellamy, but let's just call it Bill Bellamy. Um, <laughs> a Bill Bellamy type. Who uh, who convinces them, or tells Daphne, like, uh, yeah, you can go anywhere on the island, just don't go in that castle over there. Do not go in that castle. Yeah. And then she goes, ah, now I'm going to go there because you're ah. telling me not to go. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Don't go to the castle. Uh, Bill Bellamy is played by uh, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. There you go. Uh, so, yeah. So, she's like... Um, Ah, you told me not to go, so I'm gonna go. And then he's like, "No, no, no, no! I'm, I'm serious. Don't go there." And she's like, "No, I'm going." So she convinces Scooby and Shaggy to go with her. Yeah. But the this this has maybe my maybe my favorite part of the movie. Voodoo guy played DJ in the Street Fighter movie. Sick. Hell yeah. Sick. Um, Continue. So yeah, this is maybe my my favorite part of the movie where she's trying to convince them to go, and they're like, "No, we're not going." And then they go to turn away, and she opens her purse, and she's got Scooby snacks in her yeah. purse, and she goes, "Scooby!" And he turns around and he holds up his paw, and she goes, "Oh, did you hurt your paw?" And he's like, mm. 
<laughs> and then she goes, well, what about a Scooby snack? And he goes, oh, 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 oh fine, fine. But like, yeah, the turning around and like hobbling with his pop. Oh, it got me so good. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. There was um a, a point somewhere around here there's like a throw throwaway like cutaway to uh uh cuz Scrappy got mentioned. Yeah, that was when she was talking to the voodoo guy and right. sort of saying like how did like how did we get here? Yeah. So uh yeah, they were Scrappy was part of the team or was at least uh hanging out and then uh straight up peed all over Daphne. All over Daphne. And they showed his little dog dick, yep. which, I, which I thought was brave. And, they, and then they gave it a little jerk. And <laughs> They also mentioned that uh, he wasn't even a puppy. He just had a glandular, glandular problem. Yeah, because he kept yelling, puppy power! Yeah, like, you're not even a puppy. And I wrote, then they uh, left him on the side, they just of, left the on the side of the road to die. die. I wrote, is there any character in the history of any form of media that you wish would die in a fire more than Scrappy-Doo? Oliver on the Brady Bunch. Which one's Oliver? He, he was the uh, when the kids got too old and unfuckable, they brought in a new cute cousin. This is news to me. Yeah, why do you hate him so much? Because I can't have him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he's he's your Lolita or Bonita. He's my Lolita he, Bonita. He's my Bonita. Who uh, who I don't I don't think I watched very much Brady Bunch because I'm not. I didn't like either. You. That's just like a reference. I know. Oh okay okay. Cousin Oliver, played by Robbie Rist. I wonder if he's fucking dead. Uh, no, he's 57 and healthy, living in California. Good for him. Good for him. What about uh, fucking uh, Will Wheaton on Star Trek? I I think he I think is, everybody wants him, wanted him dead for a long people time. People did want him dead. Uh, I th- I never remember finding him that Me offensive. Neither. Me neither. I I honestly think it was just because they forced in a new character I as guess. if he was supposed to be canon the whole time. I yeah. think was the issue. Yeah, and it was cool when Picard told him to shut up. Yeah, yeah, and then called him a little bitch boy and told yeah. him to go back to his cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, they so they go to investigate like the big castle. And, uh, what else did I wrote here? Uh, oh, uh, so yeah, so they're all investigating separately. Uh, Fred and, uh, Velma both get like, uh, they get the voodoo magic put on them. Yeah. Also, there's a Sugar Ray concert. Well, uh, it's coming up. Oh, it's coming up. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it. they get, they get the voodoo put on them. So now they're like possessed. Yes. And, uh, they, the other, the rest of the gang goes to like, they get, they, you know, spooky stuff happens in the in the uh, castle. Yeah. Uh, but then they uh, they manage to get away safely, and then they go back out into sort of like the regular island where there is just a full on Sugar Ray concert happening. Oh yeah. And I wrote, huh? I'm seeing a connection here between movies featuring Rowan Atkinson and full blown concerts by gay ass bands. <laughs> Very Smash true. Mouth and Sugar Ray. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, in terms of aesthetic. This mm. is a very 2002 movie. Very 2002. Uh, the next note I wrote is after getting possessed, Velma got so hot. Like she was showing some tit. Yes. She, her like skirt was shorter. And I was yeah. like, yeah, Linda, get over here. Yeah. I, I am into Velma. I would like to freak your geek. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, then there's like sort of a, uh, they then the rest of the gang realizes that um they've been possessed and that that's sort of what's going on. Yeah. So they uh they break into 
the sort of like mansion-y part where the because like the, the, earlier in the movie they allude that like you know oh like everyone's everyone's a suspect even you to Ron Atkins and he goes yeah. wait why why me, why me? I asked ah, you no offense dude just like you kind of a creep you kind of creep me out so he's like so you're gonna be a suspect and he goes oh okay fair enough um, then turns out that underneath the mansion there is like a a bowl full of souls a soul bowl a soul bowl yeah uh, where all you gotta of, pay the troll toll all of the get inside that boys hole. Um, that all of the like the other guests who have become like zombified are their souls have been taken out and have been put into this bowl, yeah, including uh, Daphne and or, uh, Velma and Fred. Yeah, so they're trying to like uh, help them get get it, get their souls back, but they've been possessed by these like god awful looking CGI not, not monsters. Great. Not great. L- literally, picture the the earliest CGI you can remember, and it's worse than that. <laughs> It's worse than Spawn. <laughs> it, it is worse. It's than worse than Spawn. Um, and Spawn was what th- four years earlier? I think six or six years earlier. Ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. So they uh, they managed to uh, trick them into like they they managed to get them so that the creatures come out uh, out of their bodies. Then there's like a big like. Uh, showdown inside one of the buildings where they all like smash a bunch of stuff and crash the windows and are we not gonna say the uh the cool line that velma said when shit was going to go down uh you can say it let's get jinky with it <laughs> that was almost a uh shake your boob thing shake your boob thing <laughs> it's almost uh just press the power button and all right wait for go to bed <laughs> Wait for better times. Yeah. Well, it can't all be winners, Scott. But I will tell you what was a winner. Uh, so they, yeah, they managed to get the the creatures out of Fred and Daphne or Velma. Yeah. And they all kind of like team back up, and they're like, "Hey, teamwork. We, we have to free all of these people." And it turns out that Rowan Atkinson is the bad guy. Yes. He's the one who's in charge of uh, collecting all these souls, putting the creature demon things inside everybody's bodies. And the deal was, well, sort of unclear on what the deal was, but (laughs) the deal was you need a bunch of souls, but then also Also, one pure soul. Yeah. And then you get all of that and you put it in you and you bring about the... Darkopolypse. Yep. No, you, you didn't mishear me. Oh. It's not I the, thought you had a stroke right at the beginning of your sentence. It's not the dark apocalypse. Right. Which is what it should be. Yeah. It's the dark apocalypse. You know, a play on the word apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> so that pissed me off. <laughs> I hate shit like that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Where you me don't too. get it right. Yeah, where you can't just call it, now you don't. Where... <laughs> exactly. Where there's a whole team of a thousand people mm-hmm. making a big budget movie to put in theaters, and not one person said, shouldn't it be Dark Apocalypse? Dark Apocalypse. But I uh, would have even accepted Dark Apocalypse. That's what it is. No. And that's... Dark Popolips. Dark Opolips. Oh, yeah. Dark Popolips. P-A-W. <laughs> okay. Popolips. All right. Now I'm back in. Uh, so, yeah. So, then they... 
that he and, d- and Rowan Atkinson basically goes to Scooby. He's like, uh, "You're the pure soul. You're you're very cool. You, you, would you like to be a sacrifice?" And Scooby's like, "Yeah, I'd love to be a sacrifice. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, Sacri- sacrifice me." <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they gotta come up with a plan to stop this from happening and save the souls. So they all, um, sort of like break into their seance sacrifice thing. Yeah. Um, which is like, it's pretty silly. Uh, Shaggy unintentionally knocks out like the big, uh, I don't know, like Lord of the dance and, um, <laughs> steals his character and his gear. And then he does yeah. some silly ass dancing. And then there's like a, you know, some slapstick comedy involved in that. Yeah. And then Fred and Daphne, uh, pretend like they're possessed, but then there's like, or Fred and Velma pretend like they're still possessed and they do some like, stupid ass dance moves and then yeah. Fred like is such a bad actor that he can't even pretend like he's possessed so he yeah. like openly admits like oh I forgot the dance moves what's oh, the next sh- step guys shit can we go back and do it again um so they realize obviously not possessed and then they bring in Scooby who's on like a like a big um carrying him in like he's a Roman emperor yeah and uh they free him and they're like you know hey dum dum they're they're gonna murder yeah. you and rip your soul out of your butthole. Yes, and then what's and then he realizes, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he realizes, like, oh, that's what a sacrifice yeah. is. Um, so the there's like a, a series of like big fight scenes, sort yeah. of. So, uh, Ella Fisher has been possessed by one of the creatures. Yeah, and her and Shaggy and Scooby kind of have like a silly fight scene. Yes, and then we get legitimately one of the best parts of the whole fucking thing. One of the one of the henchmen is a luchador. Yes, and he fights Sarah Michelle Geller, who obviously has Buffy training. Yeah, and I wrote there are a couple of absolutely sick fucking lucha moves with Daphne versus the lucha dude. There, are. there was a backboard stretch yep. where she does a front uh, front flip so her feet are on his chest yep. then does a double kick to the face and does a front flip off of it. Yep. That's sick. But that's not even the best part. The best part is uh, the lucha dude blocks a punch, yep. puts her into a front face lock then suplexes her up into a torture rack. Yes, that was sick. And gives her a fucking torture rack. That was sick. Then they do like a, uh, like a big, like, uh, uh, she does like a big spinning roundhouse kick where he goes over a guardrail that then kind of, like, it looks like a wrestling ring where he's over top of a big hole. Yeah. And then she does a springboard, uh, front flip, double foot stomp to him. <laughs> and he goes flying through the hole and she goes back out over the top ropes. It yeah. was awesome. It was great. <laughs> Whoever wrote that part is, is excellent. Knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. When I saw it, when I saw him, I'm like, he, that's gotta be someone. Yeah. I was hoping to. Did you look up who it was? Uh, I couldn't find out who it was. It's K1 superstar Sam Greco. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think he did a bit of wrestling, yeah, he but he's much more of a kickboxing guy. Yeah, I guess he had the look, and maybe he definitely they, just, has the look. they were just like, yeah. yeah, I was hoping it would be like, I don't know, like a lesser, maybe like a older lucha guy who doesn't do lucha anymore. Yeah. Maybe a Rey Mysterio senior. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah, one of my notes was, oh shit, WrestleMan is Sam Greco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, uh, he falls through the hole. 
Um, oh, sorry. Uh, so uh, as they're like back in the in like as the fight scenes are happening, uh, they uh, Scooby and uh, Sh- uh, Shaggy uh, smack around Rowan Atkinson, who yeah. falls and turns out he's a robot. Uh, then his chest turns opens. Out, yeah, turns out Rowan Atkinson is a mech. <laughs> he's a mech being piloted by Scrappy Doo. And I will say. I, I did not expect the bad guy to be Scrappy, Scrappy Doo. Uh, actually, I because because uh, I get he gets some of he gets part of the soul juice, and I said I did not expect the bad guy to be Buff Scrappy. <laughs> oh, he's a Scrappy Rex is actually what it's called. Ah, Scrappy. Yeah, he Rex. becomes Scrappy Rex when he and, gets possessed, and also Scrappy Rex is not like traditional like cut buff no he's like hgh gut yeah buff. yeah yeah yeah. He, he's a big boy yeah yeah it's like that's that was a choice someone yeah. prefers yeah. that someone's got a type someone's got a type someone's got what type. i'm saying yeah um what do we got here uh oh so yeah they um the as as Scrappy is like turning into this huge monster, yeah. that's when the Lucha guy gets slammed through. He yeah. lands on the bucket of souls and spills the souls, which then all the souls go back. Souls go their back people. into all the people, all, and all the monsters come out and then die from sunlight. Yeah, uh, they die. They die from exposure. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Scrappy sort of like starts like loses all of the power and he shrinks back down into his regular self because all the souls are going away and they kill him. And then I said. I was really hoping that post transformation back into Scrappy, yeah. that Scooby would just eat him like a mother eating the runt. <laughs> that Scooby would just go, eh, fuck it, and just like, like you know, bite down on his spinal column. I wish paralyze yeah. him, and he's dead. I love that. Like that would be awesome. That's a treat. <laughs> um. So then, as all this is happening, and everybody's sort of like regaining their consciousness, you hear like a a banging, and Scooby, uh, uh, Shaggy goes over and opens like a hatch in the ground yeah and out comes real, real rowan, rowan atkinson, atkinson who's who been wrote, trapped in the hatch for like two years two said. years i said uh i wrote kidnap rowan looks exactly like you poindexter <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a wild ass beard long hair yep. he hugs shaggy and he smells like shit <laughs> and even shaggy who's like a, yeah. a stoner shaggy, is like a disgusting oh. pig <laughs> oh <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so then they all get, they all get out of the, uh, out of the basement, out of the underground, and they're back as being a team, and they interview, they interview Fred, and they're like, hey, yep. like, how did you manage to do it? And he goes, well, why don't you ask my team? And then he lets Velma talk, and now they're all buddies again. We did it. And then you go to the credits, and it says, screenplay by James, James Gunn. Gunn. Wow. Amazing. That's wild. <laughs> That was my last there, note. Like, holy shit, James yeah, Gunn. There is a little bit of James I Gunn said, stuff in it. You can see some James Gunness in it. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, before he'd really found his groove. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there you is can see definitely it. some James Gunn stuff in it. You can see it. It made sense. Uh, I was surprised, but it made sense. Yeah. And then I, just my last, like, kind of follow-up note is, like, I, I appreciate them trying to stay loyal to the cartoon, but maybe wait until the technology Wait until you them. can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but A for effort. Yeah. To James Gunn and Scooby Doo, but I, yeah, I, I genuinely do like it. And then I, in my head, I was like, "There's a sequel, right?" Yes. Like, and I, and I, uh, I had to look it up. And like, I've never seen Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed. Really? I've never seen it. I mean, I haven't either. But I would have bet money that you did. I wonder if Rowan Atkinson's the bad guy in that one. <gasps> Seth Green's in it. Ooh. <gasps> Peter Boyle. 
Tim Blake Nelson? Man, this cast is great. <laughs> this is pretty good. Pat O'Brien as himself. D- drunk phone call Pat O'Brien himself? Yeah. yeah. Uh, directed by the same guy who, oh man, the director's uh, filmography is pretty silly. Did you see one of the other Home cameos? Alone 3, Big Mama's House, Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, Hits. Beverly Hills Chihuahua, Ooh. both Smurf movies, Show Dogs. Oh, this is a... This guy. This guy gets it. Also cameo by uh, American Idol winner, Ruben Stuttered. <laughs> nice. Nice. Not, uh, not Clay Aiken. Not Sanjaya. <laughs> Sanjaya didn't win, you stupid. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but anyways, I, I, I was like, in my head, I was very, very sure that there was a sequel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is there really, though? Shocked you haven't seen it. And then, yeah, I mean, there's no Rowan Atkinson. That's why I didn't see it. But you know what? I'm going to go home and watch it. Now now that all this podcast watching is over, I'm going to watch it. Good for you. I I support this. Was uh, the sequel's also written by Gunn. Yeah. And then there's... And I think the first one was Gunn... The fr- okay, screenplay by Gunn, story by Gunn and Craig Titley, good name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, sequel is just Gunn. So maybe it's even more James Gunn. Should we, should we also watch 2020's Scoob? We should watch 2020's Shag- Scoob. Shaggy is played by uh, Will Forte. Oh, It also has yeah. Dick Dastardly in it. Pretty good. Uh, it's got Marky Mark. It's got Zach Efron. All the hits. Why aren't we watching Scoob? Uh, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Ken Jong. This, this is a good guest. Damn. Simon Cowell as Simon Cowell. Perfect. Henry Winkler. Kevin Heffernan. Nice. <laughs> Billy West. Nice. I think I'm gonna go home and watch. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know what? You're gonna have a Scooby. Since night? this podcast is done, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch Scooby Doo two, and then I'm gonna watch Scoob. I'm gonna have myself a Scooby night. <laughs> I love it. Take a bunch of edibles. Do you have any? No. I'm... I don't party. <laughs> I do poppers. That's it. <laughs> I I only do poppers. I exclusively do poppers. Crybaby, 1990. Yep. Zachary. Yep. Right. Off the bat, I love <laughs> a 36-year-old monster playing teenaged hatchet face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, monster. I forgot to look her up. You tell me You tell me what you found out. Uh, not a lot. She's, oh. She was 36 as of the time of filming. Yeah. Um, and now she's fucking dead. That's a great question. Is she fucking dead? Hatchet face is Kim McGuire, who is fucking dead. <laughs> nice. How long ago? Uh, 2016. She made it to 60. Good for her. Pretty Does she good. look like a hatchet face? Oh, yeah. Nice. Zero makeup. Nice. She, she's a full monster. Crybaby is like the... That's like the what The one and only thing. That's what she's known for. Hmm. It's, uh, yeah, like her... What was she before? Like a cabaret dancer or Had something? to be like some weird thing that John Waters found yeah. in, in one of his... Are you calling her a weird thing? <laughs> a weird thing John Waters found? 
Yes. Yes, I am. I'll allow At it. one of his sex parties. I'll allow it. She's yeah. the wrong gender, though. Her two... True. Her two uh, Wikipedia headings are Crybaby and its Aftermath and later film and TV appearances. Mm. So, she's she's hatchet face. Uh, my first note was, oh, vaccines. Topical. <laughs> true. Movie starts off with people getting vaccine. Vaccined. Vaccined <laughs> for polio. And, uh... Or AIDS. Yeah, and it's somehow, like, not being politicized. Yeah. It's just, they, they And just everyone does it because it's what's best for the, for the herd. Yeah. Crazy times. Uh, I also wrote... Ah, oh, maybe I should... Yeah, this one should have been later than Lone Wolf. Oh, well. Uh, hashtag justice for Johnny. <laughs> sure. Um, then... I don't even know what my next note is. My next note is, ah, a young 400-pound Ricky Lake. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, one of my notes for Ricky was, uh, I feel like saying Ricky was pregnant was just covering up for her being for fat. For huge she was. Like, the character wasn't supposed to be pregnant, and then they, they, had just, they put her in costume, and they were like, like this, this is too sad. Your character has to be pregnant. You <laughs> should be pregnant. <laughs> Um, it, my next note is just, that's a man, right? I Which, think that might have been for Hatchet Face. That's a, that's a, she's a nice lady. But Kim McGuire. I'm, I'm not 100% certain on that. that, that I'd was say that, that would be the most questionable gender one. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it definitely could have been, especially in a John Waters movie, a weird drag queen. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the gist musicals. of it is it's greasers. Yep. And Johnny Depp is the head greaser, and his name is Crybaby. Spoiler, that's the name of the movie. Why is his name Crybaby? Yeah, shut the fuck up. Because oh. everybody's going to have stupid names. They all have dumb <laughs> names. Like, none of them have a real human being's name. No. One of them is called Hatchet Face, and that's her real name. Yeah, but that's apt. <laughs> True. That's the best name in the True. movie. <laughs> but that's, that is her government name. On her government issued ID. Yes. It says Hatchet Face Jakowski. <laughs> <laughs> A Polak on top of it. <laughs> um. I wrote, I like me a Miss White, Miss Young White debutante pageant. Oh, a, uh, an Ellie Kemper an type. An Ellie Kemper type. <laughs> so, yeah, so like he's a greaser and the cool bad boy that, uh, you know, everybody wants to fuck in. I, uh, for some reason, didn't once write what the name of the greasers were. The other ones were the squares. Yeah. What, uh, what the, were they fucking called? The hipsters. God damn it. The, the s- drapes. That's why. Oh, the drapes. Because it's weird. Yeah, yeah. They wrote that all over their cars, like dye yeah. drapes or kill drapes yeah. or something. Um, God damn it, Draper, you've done it again. So, yeah, just a bit is the Greasers, and it's a musical, and I hate musicals, and I hate Johnny Depp, so. But you like John Waters, so you were very torn. Uh, do I like John Waters? I thought you did. No. Your favorite movie. I've seen one other John Waters movie, and it was stupid. And you loved it. And then the uh, Lonely Island song, The Creep, that he's in for three <laughs> seconds at the beginning, and that's it. He's got a good pencil mustache. He has the pencil mustache. Is, is Pink Flamingos not your favorite movie? No. Explain. Oh, I mean, the ending me is. <laughs> exactly. The ending is the best part of the movie. <laughs> Because not only is the movie over, but someone eats real dog poop. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's no dog poop eating in this. That's, you know what? And that's the problem. Yeah. 
Um, Man, I haven't seen his first uh, his first feature, also starting Divine Mondo Trasho. Mm. Bet you it's stupid. I bet you it's stupid. I bet you it's bad. <laughs> bet you the budget is five dollars. Uh, guess what the budget is for for real? It was made in 1969. Guess what the budget was? Zero. No, the, the money was spent. One thousand dollars. Twenty one hundred dollars. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I bet it. As of now, has made money. <laughs> I bet it. It might not have made money in 1969. No, I don't think it. Yeah, it. It, it definitely has made a profit. How much that profit is, uh, who's to say? Yeah. Um. So yeah, there. There's like the the popular hot girl who wants to cute the, the cute studious girl who uh, wants the bad boy Johnny Depp she wants to bridge the gap. And uh, her parents are not chill. Like, no, you're a square. Yeah, we're like, squares, and squares got to stick together. Yeah, we're a, we're in Squaresville here. Yeah, so you can't you can't fuck the super attractive, <laughs> uh, hunky bo- hunky boy, even though you really want him deep inside you yeah. or depth inside you. <laughs> um, I okay, so I don't re- I don't remember what the context of this is. But there was something referenced of the three bees, and the third bee was breeding, or the four, the four bees. It was it was at the white debutante pageant, yeah. And it was like the four bees, oh yeah, something, something breeding, something. Yeah. And I just wrote breeding is the best bee, <laughs> a top bee, a top bee is breeding. Yeah, yeah. I also don't remember the context, but it doesn't really matter because you can tell from it. But. uh I did write down in quotes, uh, I've told you, a young lady does not like to be pawed. I'm like, you're talking to the wrong young ladies, (laughs) because... I know lots of ladies that like to get pawed. Exactly. Pawed off. (laughs) Pawed in. (laughs) Um, And they, uh, I I think one, I guess one of the squares said about debt, maybe? Uh, He wears clothes, obviously designed by homosexuals. I'm (gasps) like, so... All clothes? I, I wrote, aren't all clothes designed yes. by homosexuals? What are you talking about? <laughs> How is that a diss? Show me one straight fashion straight designer clothes. and I'll show you a liar. <laughs> Everyone in fashion, uh, movies, and wrestling is gay. True. Uh, I wrote, uh, I so yeah, so... They're like trying to be sneaky about it. Like he clearly wants to turn her into one of them. Yeah. And uh, she wants to slob on his knob like corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. So they go to the like the making out point, the neck and the neck and corner <laughs> where they're going steady. And uh, there's like a photographer. I'm so glad you wrote down the photographer. He's in the movie for four seconds. For he's in for like um like not even a minute then, and then not even a minute at the end. Yeah. But I wrote, oh, I love a photographer creeping on high schoolers at the lake. He's That's my kind of guy. Literally the dating game killer. Yeah. Just go- going down to the beach. Yep. And offering to take pictures of yeah. women on the his, hood of his in car. His car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and this was, I, this isn't before the dating game killer happened, but I don't think anyone was talking about it in 1990. So good on this for maybe breaking the story. Maybe this movie helped us catch Rodney Alcala. Sounds, sounds. With it. I confused that Look and Golden up. State Killer. Look Golden State up. Killer? Golden State Killer is, is no, that's D'Angelo. Something D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo of NXT 2.0. <laughs> Dating game 
Killer. Rodney Alcala. Alcala. Born Rodrigo Jacques Alcala Bucoir. Interesting. Don't know what Jacques is doing in there. Uh, you know, maybe he's Portuguese. And then Golden State Killer. Uh, uh 1977 to 1979. Joseph D'Angelo's. And then, wow. So he, holy shit. Scott, why have we not talked more about Rodney Alcala? Oh, I love that. <laughs> there, there's a great podcast on him. Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh. Is it going to be our podcast? That's what you're saying? This is the great podcast? We have a great podcast nice. on him. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's pretty good. <laughs> I like him a lot. Uh, conclusively linked to nine murders. Uh, true number of victims remains unknown and could be much higher. Wow. And he literally was on the dating game and probably would and was on the dating game, won the dating game. Like the girl mm-hmm. picked him. And then after spending like two minutes together in the green room, she refused the date. Nice. And if she hadn't, he probably would have cut her head off. That's wild. It's awesome. Yeah. Ch- check it out if y'all don't know. I'm a, I'm an old white woman who loves true crime shows. Well, so if you got questions, I got answers. That does sound like you. Yep. Oh, there's a straight to demand. Straight to investigation discovery. Uh, ID. Movie with... Uh, Oh, it's nobody. Sad. I was like, somebody good? Oh, it's Guillermo Diaz, whoever that is. As oh, Rodney isn't that the guy from Half-Baked? Uh, oh, yep. Yeah. He plays Rodney Alcala. Oh, yeah, I saw Liam. Dating Game Killer, a true crime story. And you've never heard of anyone else in this movie. Do you know who uh, Robert Knepper is? A fucking, oh, I yeah, see, I know the face. Teabag yeah. from Prison Break, yeah. motherfucker. Carrie Preston, Mm-hmm. Okay, all these people, I don't know. Damn, a serial killer movie and Robert Knepper isn't the serial killer. He's the detective. Now that's some casting. I mean, it is uh, investigation discovery. ID, baby. It's not like they're doing high-level casting. They got the third lead from Half-Baked. <laughs> Fair enough. Would you put him above or below Harlan Williams? I mean, Harlan's, Harlan's number one Harlan. for me. Okay. Harland, Harland, Brewer, Brewer, Chappelle, Chappelle Diaz. Diaz. Number four. Yeah. Harlan's number one for me always because he talked about the dick belt. Yep. Regretted not picking the dick belt. Absolutely. And he was in Rocket Man. <laughs> all, all fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I love the photographer. Aren't all clothes designed by homosexuals? Yep. I wrote, ugh, short haired Iggy Pop just front lawn tub cleaning. Yeah. Yuck. And he's Johnny Depp's dad. Yeah. He's yeah. got the worst body of any human his, being. His body is disgusting. Like, there's like, there's like twink, and yeah. then there's 50 feet of shit. And whatever is going on. And then Iggy Pop. With Iggy Pop's body. Yeah. He weighs. 85 pounds in the tub he weighed 85 pounds out of the tub (laughs) 70 pounds yeah he's disgusting to look at (laughs) i honestly if it wasn't i mean it's not a mainstream movie but it's more mainstream than like everything else he had done yeah i couldn't believe we didn't see his dick yeah. I absolutely thought there would just be full I agree. Iggy Pop, Spread Eagle, <laughs> Wang Out, like, ugh, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I do not disagree. Uh, while we were at the swimming hole, someone did a flawless double shooting star off a rope swing. 
Oh, yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that guy's a professional. Good for him. Um, well, I think also at the swimming hole, uh, sort of at the, the big, like, op- open but covered area uh, on the back wall, just giant Confederate flag. Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> I think there's two Confederate flags in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That wasn't the only one. It was just the first one that yeah. I felt the need to comment on. Uh, I got a question for you, Scott. Uh-huh. Uh, who, who would let their kids be in a John Waters movie? What kind of parents... Speaking of the kids in the John Waters movie, there was sort of like a quick shot to shot to shot sequence of all of of these various couples doing some of the most disgusting kissing ever. And then the last couple they showed were the two young kids. Mm -hmm. I'm like... Are they going to make these children French kiss? <laughs> that would be the grossest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, as brother and sister. But he uh, he just the boy gives the girl the lollipop that was in his mouth, which yeah. was which is an indirect, a transitive property French kiss. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, is John Waters going to have these fucking back <laughs> out? That's weird, John Waters. Don't do that. Don't, please, please don't, John. Don't do that. John, and you know what, John? Don't do it. He didn't, and he's a gentleman. Yeah. No. Now go eat some poo. <laughs> now go eat some poo. How, like, unless you're so desperate for your kid to be a star, or you've never heard of John Waters before, <laughs> who lets their kid be, be in a John Waters movie? Yeah. That's an honest question, one I can't give you a good response to. Uh, I'm going to reiterate the, I feel like saying Ricky was pregnant was just to cover her being fat, because that's why I wrote that note. <laughs> uh, then I, I also wrote, uh, the right one was called Hatchet Face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the so the the squares interrupt the I don't know the the drapes a uh, hoedown at the the swimming hole and, and start a big fight with them. Uh, but Johnny Depp is the one who gets arrested because of uh, racism. Yeah, and because he's handsome. Racism against the uh, pretend natives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love his pretend native. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I look. It is a pretend. Like if you wear feathers in your hair for long enough, you become a little bit native. I think. I think you should get a little bit of credit. Okay. Yeah. So if I just progressively start coloring uh, like a quarter of an inch of my face black every day, uh-huh. by the time my face is fully black, I'm black? That's honestly a fair analogy. <laughs> okay. I think that's fine. And like, what if I, what if I just do Ooh. one eye, but for a long time? Yeah. Eventually, I actually... Like, what's the... <laughs> What's the difference between me and a Chinese person at that point? <laughs> it's like when your grandparents would tell you, if you keep making your face that face, you're going to stick like that. Yeah. So if you keep giving yourself Chinese eyes, you're going to have Chinese eyes. Exactly. And then I can come to Vancouver, pay three times over asking price in cash for a condo and then not live in it. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds like the dream. Sounds like the dream. You're doing it right. <laughs> so, uh, so Johnny Depp gets sent to an integrated prison. What? Yikes. <laughs> Scary. Uh, with, uh, pr- well, prison slash juvenile hall. I'm, uh, unclear. Yeah. He's playing like a 16 year old. Yeah. Even though he's like 28. Yeah. With uh, head warden Willem Dafoe. I wrote, Willem Dafoe was young? Crazy, right? He didn't have turkey neck. I, I didn't even didn't have turkey I, I didn't neck. like it. He was in full uh, last temptation mode here. Yeah. His his teeth were still kind of straight. <laughs> yep. They weren't trying to escape his mouth. <laughs> they're, they're almost out. <laughs> They've almost made it. 
Willem Dafoe's teeth have almost made the great escape. The great escape. <laughs> um, I actually have very few notes written after Willem Dafoe because I got so excited. But there, there was one legitimately very funny line. I guess... Uh, oh, no. Because um, someone else... Because uh, the... Um, one of the greaser girls was kind of like a turncoat slut, yeah. right? Uh, and there's well, just one line about, uh, uh, yes, him having uh, announced his engagement to fellow gang member and known hussy, Lenora. <laughs> <laughs> there was a really good one uh, after Johnny got put in prison where, like, all of the squares were doing, like, a massive conga line, like, through yes. the entire town. Yep. Like, through the woods, down Main Street, all the way to the church. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was pretty silly. That was good. Where uh, uh I, I wrote um so anyway when he's in jail yeah and I wrote uh possibly an oversight that there would be a manhole inside the cell yeah <laughs> yeah they they put they put him in solitary yeah with a with, in solitary with, with another with a roommate with a roommate with, in a cell that has a manhole cover in the in the that floor. you can easily lift and leave uh, which he did <laughs> hey you know what and good on him he and, did it right uh and then it's my, a real Robert Knepper in Prison Break sure and then I wrote. Maybe my favorite note, uh, and also maybe the greatest heel turn in the history of cinema, that rat. <laughs> oh <laughs> that my God. heel turn by the rat. <laughs> yeah. So Johnny gets through the manhole into the sewer, and he's trying to find his way out of the building. Yeah. So he sees, like, a rat, and the rat sort of gives him the old, like, follow me, pal. I got you, I'll, buddy. I'll take you to the outside. Yeah. So he's, like, falling behind this rat, and the rat, like, goes up through this hole. So he goes, ah, oh, that must be the way out. So he goes through the manhole cover, yeah. and he's literally in the center of where all of the police are. Yeah. And then there's a shot of the rat, and the rat's sort of just like, ha! Got your ass. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't helping no baddies. I'm a good boy. <laughs> that was really good. I like a good boy rat. Mm. Uh, so then the police call like social services and get the kids taken away from Ricky Lake yeah and uh the mom and Iggy Pop and um oh also one of the greasers was Tracy Lords yes which is pretty crazy yep um so they're like we need to uh they so they take the kids away and they're gonna like give them up for adoption so Ricky and the mom and dad all dress up like squares and go yep. to adopt to secretly adopt them to but adopt also just kidnap own them. kids but mostly kidnap them yeah and uh I wrote this and then oh. and then gave up I wrote uh shopping for babies i'd rather shop for and then insert joke later <laughs> i couldn't think of the joke but i was like going to a store that sells children a is gun like, for my mouth sure a penis for my mouth uh yeah a, a bad dragon for my butt sure yeah i i, I don't I, I do like that all the children were behind glass yeah like like chimps <laughs> you can't get too close they'll throw their poop at you exactly where did oh I, I guess it was where the uh, the square girl who was in love with Johnny, um, her her parents were gonna do an like just without her knowing they were just gonna do a Swedish exchange program with her and then <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Swede was already there and I I had a hard trouble I had a hard trouble I had a hard time figuring out if their Swedish exchange student Inga was swedish or mentally retarded because 
all she said was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and in like a scared manner. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it was implied that she just didn't understand English and she was like uncomfortable, but yeah. that it didn't come across like that. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely came across like she had issues. Yeah. So that was a fun, uh, a fun twist. And then, yeah, basically you showdown at the end with, uh, with Johnny and uh, Head Square, and they have a car chicken fight. Yeah, they have the the, the drag off. <laughs> they have a RuPaul's Drag Race. They have a, yeah, they have a uh, they, they they take a man who's interested in the wrong kind of people, and they put him behind their car, and then they just go as fast as oh. long as they can. What a, what? Um, I mean, it's the right time for it. Is there like a word for it? There's a word. Google Google search um, pulling no I, <laughs> Google search bitch who takes pictures of babies is it illegal and to see tie if, a man up behind my car uh-huh. who may or may not like women and then drive until he's dead <laughs> and see what Google tells you your honor <laughs> is that illegal because if that's illegal lock me up <laughs> It's illegal. <laughs> it's, it's illegal. You, it's mur- murder. you, mur- you did a hate crime murder on a gay man, which is a, in, in 1957 punishable by up to 18 days in prison. Yeah. And you'll get out in four on good behavior. Absolutely. Or if you can find the manhole. Or if really. you can find the manhole. But don't trust the rat. No. <laughs> the rat's a Judas. And uh, yeah, they have chicken fight. Uh, Johnny wins. Uh, gets to gets fuck, to gets to fuck the girl. Gets to fuck the girl. Ricky Lake pops out a fucking litter. <laughs> litter. <laughs> and uh, and everybody's happy. Is except that, for me, because I had to watch it. Except for Drew, because he had to watch a musical. Nah, I didn't watch any of the music. <laughs> I fast forward through every fucking song. You missed some bangers. I I don't think so. I think you're lying. I might this be lying. isn't Little Shop or. Uh, Fan of the Paradise? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's not. But it, it like there's I was worried it wasn't going to be a John Waters movie and was just going to be like a I don't know why I just like an earnest uh, 50s throwback musical. Mm. It it like there was still lots of John Waters. Yeah, I mean Hatchet Face. And Hatchet Face. And exactly. the kids stuff. And the kids stuff. <laughs> Speaking of kids stuff, Purgatory House 2004 just, brought to you by Condex. Just boys being boys. Boys being boys. Uh, r- written by and starring 14-year-old Celeste Marie Davis. And in the credits, and introducing Celeste Marie Davis, who you will literally never hear from again. Oh, she you is, say. This is the only thing she's ever done. How did this come about and why did it involve bat mitzvah money? <laughs> Did she ignore her own advice where God doesn't want you to kill yourself and she killed herself? Because I'd be fine with that. Ooh. If she committed suicide after this movie, I'd be very happy. <laughs> Celeste Marie Davis. Are you with us? Uh, it, it, it doesn't think she's dead. One acting credit, Purgatory House. One writing credit, Purgatory House. One self-credit, The Making of Purgatory House. Mm -hmm. That's her IMDb. She didn't direct it? She did not direct it. They wrote some poor woman into directing it. Nice. Yeah. 
a woman director. <laughs> Cindy Bear. Vanessa Bear. She, uh... I mean, she hasn't done anything you... Oh, Cindy Bear is more of an actor than a director. Oh, okay. She's in four episodes of Blossom. Huh. What do you think about that? I... Oh, I she, she's also the teacher in this. She's the teacher in Purgatory House. The teacher or the motivational speaker? Teacher. Hmm. I thought the motivational speaker speaker was kind of kind of hot. She's not. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I didn't think the teacher was hot. So, well, that's the director. So make, uh, make your peace with it. The first note I wrote, which I'm glad we're doing this after Crybaby, uh, is the little girl just hatchet face from Crybaby? <laughs> Don't know because she was also pretty ugly. <laughs> I'm telling Celeste Marie Davis. Good. Tell her I think she's ugly. You said she was ugly. There's a there's a lot going on in this movie. I so, I would like for you right now uh-huh. to uh, contact the FCC, please, mm-hmm. because I don't the think federal communications. Commission? I don't think they got the licensing for any of those songs. Uh, how quickly did I write that very Blue Oyster note? Cult is the first note There's no way they paid for the music licensing. <laughs> yeah. Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, Not a chance. White Rabbit, whoever the fuck sings that. Jefferson Starship. Yeah. Um, also Magic Carpet Ride. Magic Carpet Ride. Yeah. There was one other one towards the end. Yeah. There's a bunch of copyrighted music in this. Some were covers, some weren't. And two, two of them were not. Yeah, and yeah. none were paid for. None were paid for. Somebody report them. Go on to YouTube. Oh, we didn't mention that. Condex. You're lucky. You're fucking lucky. You're a good tipper. You got the good tip. Because we had to fucking pay for this movie. A thing I never do. in Not even for this podcast. In life. Daddy don't pay for movies. Movies come to daddy. <laughs> Especially the movie Come to Daddy. Yep. <laughs> starring Elijah Wood. And uh, you can do it. You can do it. Mark. Mark. <laughs> Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um, and Elijah Wood and not Lance Henriksen. That could be a lot of people. But he's the guy that's not Lance Henriksen. Yeah. He's Canadian. Uh, Philip he's- Philip Baker Hall. Is he Canadian? No. Uh, Brian Adams. The wrestler, not the singer. Oh, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, why uh, Thomas Hayden Church? He's all. He's not Lance Henriksen, and he's also not Thomas Hayden Church. Stephen McHattie. Stephen McHattie, Canadian treasure. Yeah, he is. God, he is. God damn it! He was on some episodes of Haven. That's a good one. With Edge. With. At WWE superstar Edge as he is billed in the credits for Haven, yep. which I always found funny. Yep. Uh, well, he couldn't reveal his real name. It was before Kayfabe was broken. It's true. He did 2014. <laughs> yeah. When did we break Kayfabe? When did we admit that wrestling was real? Right now, as you said it. Oh, we did it. Kayfabe's been broken. It's real. It's real and it's spectacular. Um, She had a sick leopard blanket. Yep. And I like pillow, that. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so she's in purgatory because she did some drugs. Yeah, and, and the the rules of purgatory. R- rule, yeah. How real, you get there, what you can do while you're there, how you get it, out, are all all over the place. It seemed like it was people who 
like committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then one but then it turns out it's just anyone who it's, didn't it's a live their like, life to the fullest. Yeah, because it seems to be mostly accidental deaths. Yeah. So that kind of threw punished, me. They're being punished for being cool is essentially what it is. Yeah. And the the premise here is that the Catholic Church made up purgatory. Uh-huh. And then God heard Her. about it. Uh, pardon. Save it. Steady. <laughs> Steady. God heard about it and thought it was cool. So she made it real. That wrote, is a great deal to unpack right there. I wrote God dot she <laughs> dot <laughs> only a stupid 14 year old girl in 2003 would write that that's correct not even woke people now would write something someone that who dumb. just saw dogma and got real excited about Alanis Morissette <laughs> mm. I like that one of the first scenes was they go into like I like that it was just filmed in in the house in in her parents house yeah Uh, they go into the main room and uh, and she goes to like one of the more gothy guys there was there was a few like so what are you doing tonight then he like rolls up his sleeve and shows all the scars on it. I was like, so what are you doing tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Cut ourselves for attention. (laughs) (laughs) And then out of nowhere, multiple, multiple Oscar winner, Tom Hanks' brother, (laughs) Jim. Jim Hanks. We got Jim fucking Hanks. One Hanks is better than no Hanks. Playing three roles? I don't know, three, four. He played whatever the main guy was. I think Saint someone? Saint something. Yeah. But Saint Francis of Assisi. It was... Uh, and I, like, he was sort of like the the warden of the place, and his name is Saint something, so you assume he's on, like, the heaven side, but then he's also, like, talks to Satan yep. a lot. Yeah. Remember and when she dialed the phone 666 and wanted was, to talk to Satan? That was fucking sick. Ugh. I like that a lot. I'm going to smash this microphone on your face. And then, I'm so uh, angry. <laughs> and then uh, during the day at uh, in, at Purgatory House, you you watch uh, Earth TV with with an Earth TV watermark at the bottom to, uh, to see what's going on there, both in present and past, I guess. Because I... Oh, uh, Drew's taking all his clothes off in, in anger. Uh, <laughs> uh, continue. Let's just get this stupid-ass movie over with. <laughs> she watches Earth TV, and, like, Jim Hanks, like, ass- like gives her assignments about it. Like, yep. write me an essay. Yeah, like, find the people that are doing the same thing you did. Yeah. And tell me about it. What the fuck? And, uh, but yeah, somewhere in here I wrote, uh, I keep forgetting that her name in the movie <laughs> is Silver Strand. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck you. Uh, oh, yeah. And then, like, because actually there was a point towards the very end yeah. that I had forgotten that that was what oh, no, her I ca- name I was. I kept forgetting. Yeah, and <laughs> at the very end, and they said it again, and I was like, oh, oh fucking kill yourself. <laughs> kill yourself for real. I wish she did. 
<laughs> and yeah, and th- in theory, the purgatory stuff is to help you like grow and become better. And that's like the point of the essays and stuff. And she says to Jim Hanks at some point, uh, paraphrasing, but this was very much the intention. If, Oh no, or does she even, or does she say it to the girl in the past when she's alive who like breaks, who like friend breaks up with her? Uh, but she says, if I was someone else, I wouldn't like me either. But I'm not willing to change who I am just to be liked. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you're, you're self aware that you're that unlikable. You're yeah. But you have the integrity, question mark, to remain unlikable. Yeah. I like that. I know I'm shitty, but I like me. I but I don't know if she does like her. Uh, yeah. She's just unwilling to change. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is not really a lesson. Like I like you shouldn't change to like appease people, but like if you suck and recognize you suck, you can change some stuff maybe. Make a little adjustments. Yeah. And then one other another guy in purgatory house it did they showed him like buying buying drugs on earth alive and then but it seemed very much like also they're like young high schoolers it seemed very much like a weed deal and then later on you see him like tying off his arm yeah. i'm like oh the child is buying heroin <laughs> very cool um uh, at one point uh, um a couple of guys get into an argument inside Purgatory House, which also, like, they have, like, group meetings, yeah. like it's a like like it's AA a halfway or halfway home or something. Yeah. But, like, these two guys get into an argument, and they start, like, wrestling Shoving on the floor. And, yep. and I wrote, uh, when the two guys started wrestling on the floor, I genuinely thought we were watching gay porn. <laughs> Like the production value, yeah, yeah. is exactly like early two thousand gay like porn would be the fake conflict you would have at the beginning of porn, yeah, to set up the sex, <laughs> yeah. Like then, then they're like, oh yeah, well fine, like whatever, I'll just suck your dick. Fine, I'll just fuck about it. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> ugh, that's like that's what I thought. Um, th- but then I asked the question: Can you fuck in purgatory? Kind of seemed like you could. Like, would that get you kicked out and then sent no, to hell? it seemed like it was fine. Because also, they give you all the drugs you want in Purgatory. Yeah. You have limitless drugs. Yeah. So if what's can, the point? If you can get fucked up, you can also get fucked. Yeah. But does that mean, does that mean there's poppers? Yeah, Drew, fine. There's poppers. Whatever. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> if that's what you need to hear to keep... Are there poppers? <laughs> uh, every single scene, I can't tell... If it's the actual scene, like that's what it's supposed to be, or if the characters in the scene are rehearsing a play. Ah, yeah. (laughs) That's what every scene feels like. Yeah. Like the lines are so wooden. It's like they're running through them for something else. Yeah. But it's just the movie. And it it also feels like that was the first take. A lot of first First take, best take. First take, best take. Absolutely. Yeah. Moving on. And then more fucking weird lessons uh, about taking the road less traveled and but it's but the road less traveled is bad in this lesson. Yeah. Is it because I'm like, I think taking the road less traveled is supposed to be good, but they're saying that's why they're dead. Like my road less traveled was getting drunk, drunk on top of a mountain and falling off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's what robert frost's intention was i think the 
the other road is like a cool, interesting thing to go down, and not why all the teenagers are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I have? Um, okay, there's one black guy in the movie. Yeah, sweet. Uh, is his hair real or is that an afro? Oh, wig? I don't know. <laughs> it looked like an afro wig. That was that was real hard to and tell. Follow up question. If it's an Afro wig, why would you make him wear that? Because <laughs> she only she's only been exposed to one type of black person, was, and that guy <laughs> didn't fit the type she knew. Was he not reading as black enough without the Afro wig? It's possible. That was uh, I didn't know what to. What if he had a crew cut? <laughs> what? How can I even tell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like how big a part of the afterlife makeup is. Yep, big part. I don't like the red Scott. I want, I want the mocha. She was very particular about the makeup, and I don't know, because like when you're in purgatory, like everything's sort of the same as when you died. So like, it's her room from when she died, and with her sick leopard, with her sick leopard blankets, and the makeup she was wearing when she died, and her clothes. But like, it's not like the makeup is tattooed on you. She just puts on the same makeup every day. But it also seems like she has agency in what she does. So you don't have to put the makeup on. And it seems like you're allowed to take clothes off. So I didn't really <laughs> get a grasp on uh, on what was going on there. Uh, then we see God in drag, played by Oscar winning. <laughs> play, played Multiple. by also Jim Hanks. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So God is a dude. But in drag, and we're calling her she. That's that's fine. That I can that, yeah. I can wrap my head around. That, that. I understand. Yeah, uh, I like that God was talking the hard truths, where he's yeah. pretty much like, "What do you think? You think I give you life, and then at fourteen I want you to fucking die?" And she's like, oh, "I don't know." And he's like, "No, I don't. <laughs> that's not what you're here for." Stupid, stupid bitch. <laughs> and there was a point where they mentioned, I guess I, maybe it's even when she was asking. God questions and mention like other gods besides Christian gods. Ganesh. Well, here's Krishna. the thing: the, all the like, Aries, they were all mentioned, and then in the point where you would say Allah, hmm. she said Ali. Mm-hmm. So, I have questions about this. One, did she just get it wrong? Because she's stupid. Possible. That's on the table. Mustafa. But, this Mustafa? Is, <laughs> this is a recent post 9-11 movie. And, huh. and the reason I think it might have actually been changed is because there is a scene in Scrubs shortly post 9-11 where John C. McGinley, and I have seen both versions, and you can tell one is dubbed and one is real, where John C. McGinley is yelling at Zach Braff. And he's like, if you don't do this, I swear to Allah, I will break you down in so many pieces, blah, blah, blah. And later on, it is dubbed over with Aisha. I swear to Aisha. Huh. Because we just weren't weren't doing Islam. (laughs) You can't give Islam any credit for anything. You can't even acknowledge that they have a god. No free rides, Islam. (laughs) (laughs) You do your own dirty work. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I forgot like we weren't even saying Allah mm-hmm. in like the five years following nine eleven. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 
How about that weird? It might have been on Earth TV. But how about that weird split screen where both camera angles were almost identical? Yeah. But not. It was two cameras. Yeah. But uh, I was like, are you just showing off that you have two cameras? I think so. I think they were. Oh, you guys think it's just this view? Well, how about slightly how about one, to the right? Two degrees difference. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? See, we've got both. Uh, this almost won me back with the school shooting. <laughs> well, it was very much out of nowhere. Yep. As if you're doing it right, it should be. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you, you text your friends yep. saying, don't, don't go, go to school, school today. <laughs> or yeah, tomorrow. And, uh, and then you get it done. So that part I very, I very much liked. Um, oh, what was the context of this line? I put it in quotes. But I, and th- I know it was not played as a joke, whatever it was, even though it was very funny. Uh, he says that though you're pretty, he'd never be with you. That's the gay man's excuse. <laughs> I do not remember the context. I do not remember either. No. That was great. Um, any other bits you have on stuff? Uh, well, so at one point, um, she she's on some, like, game show that god is hosting yes that was annoying and uh he it's like her and a ghost yeah and they're competing for if the guy was a ghost and she was just her because he's dead and she's in purgatory okay i don't know i I don't know if that's the actual answer i'm just telling you yeah yeah i'm telling you what you need to hear to shut the fuck up that's fair um and so yeah it's like a game show where if you answer the correct question you get to go to heaven or Seemed, something i think so i think so and uh the ghost doesn't even get to answer and gets banished yeah then he tells her and i think that's sort of where he says to her like do you think i want you to die at 14 after i've given you life and she's like mm. yes <laughs> i think she did say yes and then he's like nope so no. that's wrong you lose and then all of the credits were were like Lighting by God. Directed yeah, by yeah. God. And I was like, yeah. ah, it's a very NB or N or B <laughs> or Neil Breen situation. Yeah. Anything anything with the word God was was produced by God. By God. <laughs> um, and then I said, and then, yeah, and then the, the only other note I had was like when one of the guys is trying to, like, he wants to get out and he asks her if she knows how to get out. Yeah. But he's like, oh, can you come to my room in a couple minutes? And thinking like, oh, like, we're going to fuck. Yeah. And so he shows up. He's, I, he was on the bed, like, playing a guitar and I couldn't believe that he wasn't playing Third Eye Blind. True. Like, that's what I immediately was like, he's going to be playing. Play jumper. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then I went, why is this purgatory so fucking lame that it's just about drugs and suicide and not rainbow parties? Yeah. They didn't have rainbow parties in the early 2000s? I... Like, why aren't they all fucking? If you can one, fuck... One, why are they all fucking? Two, if if this abides by this purgatory rules, then all the girls should just be covered in eight different colors of lipstick. Yeah. I just don't get it. That's your makeup. I just rest don't get it. Fucking yeah. rainbow party makeup. Yeah, yeah, that's why she wanted the mocha. <laughs> she wanted a, a brown ring so it looked like your dick was covered in poop. <laughs> uh the forbidden treat. The forbidden, the forbidden treat. <laughs> the the mocha dick. There's a uh, there's some weird on screen text during the credits. 
Very weird. I think as you, soon as the movie... You might have dipped. I immediately closed it so, and deleted it immediately. I now, I can't give you a good reason why I watched to the uh, end okay. of the credits. Yeah. But you didn't want to miss out. After it goes through all the stuff... There's, it goes like one line at a time with huge gaps in between. It goes, purgatory houses are here on earth. I'm still here waiting dot, dot, dot. Can you see me? What? <laughs> also, the implication was not that purgatory houses are on earth. They're in purgatory. Maybe adjacent she, to heaven and hell maybe she's saying that living on earth is like purgatory because oh, you're waiting to go to heaven or hell oh makes you think fuck her and then at the beginning of the credits it uh it said in the time it took you to watch this movie one american teenager will have committed suicide to which my initial response and i admit this may sound cold was only one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound cold, but... Hot take. Teen suicide isn't high enough. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for thinning out the population. Yeah. So, whatever you got to do to get that. Yeah, if we can knock off a couple of TikTokers per hour, <laughs> I don't I, think yeah. the world's going to be a worse place. We need, to, we need to thin out the over 70 and the under 20. Yeah. Keep it in the sweet spot. Keep it right in the late 50s like us. Yeah. That way in a few generations, the there'll be is. way less people. That'd be so nice. Shout out to every country whose population is declining, by the way. Japan. Japan. A lot of Scandinavia, I think. Yeah, a lot of Scandinavia. Even, even kind of the UK. Yeah. I mean, UK's population is mostly immigrants now. Stay in your own country. <laughs> But yeah, so shout out to the the few countries. Australia, New Zealand. Yep. Yep. Doing it right. Just stop. Look, I've been advocating for what seems like 20 years. Stop fucking for 20 years. Everyone. Everyone. Just knock it off. Things will be great. Yeah, we'll have that. We'll have that gap in the population. Sure. But that's fine. Uh, the, the top 10. Japan, Bulgaria, Croatia, Romania, Estonia, Moldova. Damn. Two, four, Shout six. out Eastern Europe. Lithuania, Latvia, Hungary, Portugal. Wow. And then, so, and then the next ones are Poland, Serbia, Ukraine, especially now, Greece, <laughs> Bosnia, Albania, Georgia, Syria, North wild. Macedonia, Venezuela, Cuba. So Japan, Portugal, and every Eastern European country. Uh, yep. Good for you guys. Uh, that is a hundred percent what it is. Yeah. Shout out to the shout out to the Slavs. Well, they like to fuck, but they don't like to come. Ah. Influencers don't want you to know this one cool trick <laughs> to not having children. <laughs> um. It says that by. By 2026, there will be no Bulgaria. I guess if you're, th that's just going by the size of the current population and growth. Yeah. But the actual decline of Western civilization, uh, the fastest population decline, like, so the fastest, uh, I guess 
the least amount of next generational people, Bulgaria is actually first. Wow. It's, it's declined between 2020 and 2050. It's going to decline by 22.5%. Sick. Um, Everyone do that. And then Lithuania is 22.1. Latvia is 21.6. And then Japan is, uh, ninth. Just, er and then like knock out what, look, here's what you can do. You can do what the cool countries like Bulgaria and Lithuania are doing and just like not be horny for a while. Or you can continue to be horny. You can continue to fuck. You can even continue to come inside of each other and make new children. But you have to kill one in five citizens right now. I like it. Ooh, That's the deal. You, 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 you specifically, me? you personally, me, you, Scott Henson. What's that? You are not going to like the list of countries with the highest population growth rate. <sighs> I bet you're right. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Every single one of them is in Africa. Yep. And most of them are in the. <laughs> Sorry, which part of Africa? <laughs> uh, uh, the, the Ali part of Africa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, number one, Democratic Republic of Congo. DRC. Angola, Tanzania, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Uganda, Niger, Burundi, Benin, Mali, South Sudan, and Zambia. Damn. Not... We're not moving out of the continent once for nope. the whole list. That was the whole list. Uh, the, the Just putting up numbers. The highest non-African one. Uh, that's not good. Just don't say America. I don't think America is that high. I've though. had enough of America. Table. What do we got here? Oh, this is this is alphabetical. Get out of here. Grr! Like I know the alphabet. Yeah, but I don't want to have to go through every fucking one and be like, Whoa, which one's the first? No, I'm just mad at them for sorting it that way. and confusing Oh, yeah, them. I know. I guess they're just like, this is the percentage for each country. Why does the upside down uh, baseless triangle with a line through it go first? Uh, Syria is the highest. Okay. At number 22 on the list. Just. So every African country. Top 21. Is top 21. Huh. Because well, it's a continent on the come up, Drew. Should well, we check it out? Should we invest? Is now the time to invest? Let's go. Let's not wear protection. <laughs> it's time uh, for our African startup. As of right now, what is the countries with the largest population in millions? Whoa. Uh, Nigeria is projected to go in the next 60 years to third. Higher than the United China, States. China, India, Nigeria. Uh, they're projecting India one, China two, wow. Nigeria three, then that's, USA, Pakistan. That's a lot of DRC, Indonesia, Ethiopia, Tanzania, and Egypt. So huh. Africa is going to have five of the top ten in the next 60 years. Well, they can handle it. Yeah, they're doing great. <laughs> they're doing major gains. Um, but it's also projected that China could be one of the biggest declining populations in the Sad. next 60 years. So I can do the eye. You can, because you can become one of their population increases. And sweep in and get that condo. Uh, it's China, Japan, Brazil, 
Thailand, South Korea. So it's pretty much Asia that's not Asia. Uh, that's not fucking or they're only fucking the same sex. It's not incest, I'll tell you that much. It is not. Can't make a movie. Nope. Anyways, uh, I guess that's Wrap the end of uh round one for today. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow for round two when we get to do seven. Well, we're going to do it. What, how, what time are we at? I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We're, Jesus uh, Christ. We're, it's, let's just say it's a new record, whether or not that's good. Uh, it actually didn't seem as long, to be to be honest. That's because we're so good at our jobs. Yeah, clearly. Can you even believe it? Clearly. All right. We'll catch you for... Uh, I'm wondering if I can vamp for another 70 seconds so we can be an even three and a half hours oh that's not bad i thought you were gonna say like 415 oh something. no this, it, the 320 329 it's nothing anyway oh, now for this later <laughs>